Hey everybody, thank you for joining us on another episode of The Average Overlanders. I am Jared. And I'm Ben. And today we're joined by Taylor from Real Good Performance. <laughs> you got that right. I got it right. I got it. Ben's right. been butchering it by calling it Feel Good, but it's Freel with an R. So F-R-E-E-L, Good Performance. Yeah, but right there. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> First try. No. Um, yeah. So uh, you have it's a, a fab shop, right? Yep. Uh, where you where you where out of? Uh, Montclair, California. Okay. Nice. Nice. And um, do you specialize in any specific type of like? Are you just doing bumpers and roll cages? Or are you doing like? We. So, that's a little bit of a loaded question a loaded question Uh-oh. i started out <laughs> like out of my two-car garage um and i just was doing side work custom work and the first product we came out with was actually rock sliders okay and um everybody needs rock sliders man yeah everybody should have rock sliders i should say well and, and we've sold a bunch um we're actually going to be discontinuing them here pretty soon oh really <laughs> Mo- moving on to to broader pastures i guess nice nice um and the past couple of years, I've kind of um, dedicated a lot of my time to doing more suspension type of things. Oh, okay. So, um, this past That's a little year, trickier, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know your geometry. You're good in, you're good in math, right, At, in school? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, geometry, yeah. Oh, shit, all right. Good, Algebra, good. not so not much. Not so much. Hey. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, so we've been trying to get into tomorrow uh, doing suspension work, Um and for the most part, right now our our main focus is third gen forerunner. Yeah, but good platform. This, this coming year, we're going to be getting into uh, the 120 series chassis, so fourth gen, fifth gen, FJ, yeah. uh, GX 460, and 470. Oh uh, shit, they're all based off the same, uh, same chassis, pretty much. Yeah. Wow. All right, good to know. Yeah, a lot of the same stuff fits, and we're going to be uh, we are right on the cusp of releasing our three link kit for the third gen forerunner. Oh, and sweet. Once that's released, I'm going to be diving head in into designing a kit for the 120 chassis. Nice. So just, you know, a little bit at a time. Yeah. And yeah. you've been you've been working on that three link for some time. A long time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to get like people I've seen some people do like just I had like a three link on mine, it was okay. But, it, you know, because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. On yours? What, My what? Ranger. Oh, your Ranger. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, if you don't have everything just right, though, it won't cycle right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, that's part of the reason why it's taken so long. And I, I've been thinking about coming out with this kit for the past, like, three years. And it finally got to the point where my skills on SolidWorks got better and I was able to actually make something that I was like, all right, like I'm, I'm proud of that. Yeah, I'll put my name on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then after that, it was like, okay, now I need to learn suspension geometry a little bit better than, um, it goes up and down from my mini truck days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. Goes up, goes down real low. <laughs> yeah. As, as long as it lays on the Not ground. Not as much travel, but you know. <laughs> yeah. As long as it lays on the ground, nothing else matters. Yeah. Right? Dump it. Yeah. Yeah. Pancake button. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's um, that's what we've been working on and, and kind of, you know, what I'm I'm aiming for in the future to to get into and just try to try to cover all of the, the SUV category of, of Toyota. You find those are the most 
popular, most drawn, or I guess a Tacoma is pretty saturated. There's probably not a lot out there though for the SUV market as far as like long travel and stuff like that. For the rear, there's hardly anything. Yeah, no. I had a, like a an old uh, Ford Explorer, and yeah, there wasn't. You know, you could find all kinds of stuff for the front ends and stuff like that, no problem. But then, like, yeah. yeah, like nobody wanted to fuck with it. You know, I had to, you know, you cut out the back, tub it, throw some fucking hoops up through it, and you know, most you could do. Like, people were like, oh, just put some leaves on there, and that's about all you would do. Yeah, you know, nobody had anything crazy going on. Deaver swap is <clears throat> yeah. super super common. With yeah, those. that's yeah. exactly what I yeah I got Deaver. You know, and you know, I want more. You know, so you had to figure it out because nobody made anything for it. Yeah. No. And in what you said, um, I don't think our listeners are familiar with SolidWorks. Is that like a, a design mm. program that you're using on the computer? Yeah. To then oh, it's like a CAD, it? CAD program kind of idea? Yeah. There's there's a few different ones. Um, there's like Fusion 360 and I'm sure more that I'm probably unaware with or unaware of. But um, yeah, I just, I got into SolidWorks and I, I paid, I, when I first started my business, I didn't even have a workbench. <laughs> to work off of. I was, I was building everything on the ground. Oh, wow. So, and very primitive tools. I had my angle grinder. Yep. You know, <laughs> that I, was, your angle grinder was your notcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, I mean, I was able to build some, some pretty badass shit. And uh, just over time, you know, you start to evolve and kind of hone your skills a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And you kind of realize like what the automated fabrication scene is like to where it's like wow like i don't have to spend six hours cutting this by hand i can make 50 of them if i spend 150 hours designing it right <laughs> but i can make 50 of them yeah yeah know. so it's it's and been, then it's doing a lot of the work for you because then you can just get a you know a table you know a cnc machine or yeah. whatever or you know a plasma cutter one or and just oh man it it makes life so much easier once, oh, yeah. once we we just recently got a, a laser table that we're, we're working on Sick. getting going. Um, but even when I was just designing the part and outsourcing all the cutting and bending, it was like, holy crap, like this stuff gets done so quickly and <laughs> it's, it's precise. Yeah, super clean, all cut nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really nice. So th that's been fun to like learn the solid works, um, or, you know, the, the CAD design part of it, because it's being that I was from, you know, building it by hand to now getting into SolidWorks, a lot of times guys will go straight into SolidWorks. With, and they don't know, have that skill set. The of... engineering mindset of like, it looks good on, on the screen, but they don't know how that's going to translate to, you know, when when you start putting a press break into metal and, and start folding it and doing weird stuff with it, the metal's going to do stuff that that computer is not going to tell you it's going to do. And yeah. It's, it's great on paper, but in, you know, practical, yeah. you know, application that doesn't, you know, once you heat that metal up, it expands and, you mm -hmm. know, and stuff like that, things move. Yeah. You, know? you need it to be <clears throat> able to jig together, right. And, you know, have it braced correctly and also, um, you know, have it be virtually indestructible. Yeah. So I, I think it's it's a good thing that I started off kind of the hard knock way of learning. And you appreciate it more too. I think if if you, you know, start from the ground up and just, you know, yeah. doing it with a hammer and rah, get it after it, you know, you can appreciate how much easier, or not necessarily how much easier it is with all the uh, programming and all that oh, yeah. stuff. But yeah. yeah, you pay your dues. In a sense. I've, I've had plenty of guys come to either 
interview or or um, that have worked with me that you know they went to the the fancy fab school or the well school of fab baby I remember that <laughs> and, came out dude yeah and it's it's like that's great you know I, I think more people should should want to get into this stuff I mean I yeah learn a trade I've been welding and and cutting stuff up for the last almost 15 years it's been nice and uh, I think it's you know I still enjoy it. I think it's really cool and you know people actually want to get into it but I really wish they taught them the hard way of doing things first <laughs> right you know instead of just going to yeah you know here's you know multi-million dollar equipment and you're just gonna do this and pushing this. buttons it's and like yeah dude build something sketchy in your backyard first <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> build something that yeah. could possibly kill you and then you're going to understand the right way to do it yeah you know learn from that yeah learn from your mistakes yeah, yeah. <laughs> no there's something you said about that man i mean yeah you have to you know mm-hmm. no, and did you did you go to class for the uh, solidworks did you take a class on it or you just picked up the program and started figuring it out i paid 70 bucks for an online course Oh shit! Got halfway through it and went. I think I've learned enough. I've got it down. I, <laughs> yeah, I I really need to go back and actually finish it because I'm sure there's a ton of stuff. It'll probably make life a little easier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one step you skipped and like, they're like, that would make life so much easier, probably. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That that in between YouTube and and all that. You know, it, yeah, we're we're YouTube certified at this table. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's how I learned to rebuild my front end of my Tacoma YouTube, baby. <laughs> It's not like, because I was never mechanically inclined. I never worked on my own cars or anything like that until, you know, I started getting the off-road scene, you know. And then then you have to. Yeah, then you have to. Yeah, Yeah. shit. Out in the driveway, just scratching your head, like, how the fuck? I mean, my my school, Hard Knocks, was with uh, my buddy Brandon. I bought that two-wheel drive XJ that we converted, junkyard converted to a four-wheel drive, dude. That thing was the cleanest XJ on the road, man. (laughs) I regret selling that one, too. But, yeah, yeah, man, that's where I learned because I was just watching him, helping him. You know, oh, I'm, kind of I'm sure we've all got a list of, uh, oh yeah, list of vehicles. God, I wish they had YouTube when I was in like high school. Like I do, like I, I was always working on my car. Like I think my car was on jack stands in the driveway more than it was on the road. You know, and like, but we had we didn't have YouTube. We had those uh, what were those like the children's book or whatever. You know, like the, <laughs> I'm flipping pages. Like that doesn't look like the that. Chilton. Like Chilton. Oh, yes, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, like that's what we had. That was like the Bible on how to fix a fucking car. You know, we didn't have YouTube. <clears throat> I was very fortunate. I had uh, my YouTube was my dad. Oh, rad! So he, um, it, honestly, if it weren't for my dad, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I probably wouldn't have gotten into cars. I'd probably still be chasing tail and riding a <laughs> BMX bike around. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, my dad. You know, he he pushed me to, you know, kind of get into the the automotive stuff, and I was into cars, but not. You know, I was in for cars for the sake of like cars are cool, not yeah. building something cool. Yeah. And uh, somehow at 15, the bug hit me. And at 17, I was doing uh, traditional body drops on trucks and, <laughs> you know, I, cutting out the entire floor of a truck. And my mom's looking out in the backyard like, <laughs> I'm making it what? better, mom. I promise. <laughs> what is he doing? <clears throat> Ruining a perfectly good truck out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was an S10 though, right? Yeah, that, that's the one you were working on. I had a couple. I had a Sonoma that was all roadstered out. 
So oh, had the the whole roof chopped off with just the windshield. And, oh, sick! Uh, I did a I bought it bagged and then did a traditional body drop on it so it would lay rocker, and then once I moved away from Vegas out to Michigan, I tore my green S10 apart and got that on air ride because I didn't have the Sonoma anymore. And I've had several since a couple Toyota pickups and stuff like that, but. Nice. Yeah, the S10's been the consistent one. It's my first vehicle, actually. First oh, love. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> built, nice. built it with my dad, and uh, I still own it. It's currently in Michigan, but... Um, what, yeah. what year is it? 96. 96, yeah. okay. Yeah, was it the V6 or the four-cylinder? Four-banger. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> dad bought it for me for 500 bucks. Oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, had the engine was already pulled out of it, and he goes... Um, he goes, I'll I'll buy you the truck and I'll buy you the engine for it, but you're gonna help me get it running. Oh, that's awesome, and, dude. Yeah, and it was that's rad. It was difficult because you know you, you take on someone else's project, you don't know where Ugh. the thing went. <laughs> and I'm you know at the time I'm a 15 year old kid. I'm looking at this thing going overwhelmed. Yeah, this is never gonna run. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I mean, I wouldn't say that he just threw the Chilton manual at me and was like, figure it out. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he... A little more hands-on. Yeah, yeah. He, he made me learn what everything was and what everything did. I wish more parents would do... I mean, obviously, not all parents can do that, but I wish more parents, if they had the ability to do that, would do that. Because, like, so many kids these days are like, you know, they turn 16, parents throw them, here's the keys of the Camry, and, like, they don't even know how to change the oil or fucking tire. They don't do nothing to that thing. They'll just run it until it blows up and, like, I need a new car, like... No, yeah. like you built that fucker, you appreciate. It. Now you're gonna take care of that car. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> my mom. Your always, dad did you right. <laughs> my mom always used to say she'd rather see me out in the garage than uh, doing heroin in the streets. So. Well, what's the <laughs> saying? Like, you know, you know, teach a uh, kid to love uh, cars. He'll never have money for drugs. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever, you know how that saying goes. It's so true. It's yeah. totally so, true. <laughs> yeah, my dad taught me how to uh, properly wash and wax a car. Oh yeah. Yeah. He wasn't really into like the fix it yourself type of, you know, here's the nuts and bolts, here's how to switch yeah. swap out a half shaft or anything like that. But um, you know, I, I'm sure he could figure it out. He's a smart guy. But, yeah, yeah. Um, and he worked on a farm or lived on a farm basically, and so they had to fix their own stuff too. So I'm sure he had a lot of Oh yeah, Jerry rig some shit up. Maybe that's why he's like, nah, Ben, I'll just teach you how to wash it. <laughs> yeah, <wax."> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm gonna go with. But uh yeah, because my grandfather was like a mechanic. He he worked on all the tractors and all that kind of stuff, kept them running. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, I knew I knew he was mechanically inclined for sure. Yeah. So but I know how to I know how to buff a, a car, you know, real shiny. Yeah, I do. Oh yeah, <laughs> shine up good. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, right. <laughs> I need a detail. Hmm. <laughs> oh, I don't even do that anymore, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you pay a guy to come to your house now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> my ass is too lazy for my, my that dad, shit. My dad used to make us do the yard and everything. And now I have a I have a yard guy because I promised my my wife I was like, listen, I'm never doing the yard. <laughs> yeah, I know how much it sucks. I I, I was even I was like when I bought my first house. I was like. I'm going to buy a lawnmower, a weed eater, ball oh, yeah, and shit. Yeah. Never did it, dude. <laughs> no, oh, dude. I get like notifications from the HOA, like your lawn looks like shit, dude. <laughs> when I got my first house, that was like the the epitome of of getting my house was getting, Oh, that's what you do. Yeah, get it get that Go to know, Home Depot. That new mower and I got my hedge trimmer. I didn't even have hedges. 
<laughs> you're walking down that aisle like, oh, dude, that's a nice freaking Ryobi weed whacker right there. I need that one, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, oh, no you want the, oh, I got to upgrade to the uh, the Echo one or, you know, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I had a grass yard, but, you know, I, I didn't have any hedges. But I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get this hedge trimmer. I'm like, <laughs> you know, our yard's going to be the best and the best, man, the best in the town. And, um, yeah, no, it looked like a forest. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, hey, I'm addicted oh, to working, and yeah. I get home, and I'm like, I don't want that. The last long, thing you, you know? want to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now I understand why my dad had us working on it every Saturday for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's like, yes, I got kids. They can do this shit. He's like, I'm going to teach him how to pull weeds the right way mm-hmm. <laughs> from the root. <laughs> Wait in there. When you were younger, did you ever, uh, for me, I wanted my dad to teach me how to, how to mow the lawn. I was like, really? Because I saw him do it. I was like, oh, I want to try it. I want to try it. Boy, as soon as my hands got off of that mower, they didn't come off. Because he made me mow the lawn after that. I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever ever done. Why did I want to learn this? Yeah, well, no, I mean, we we did everything, uh, you know, every Saturday morning. I I think I've told the story before. You know, we complain because you're like, you're not supposed to work on Saturday because we, we would do it every Saturday morning. We get yeah. early. He'd you know be making waffles and bacon. He always fed us well. That's one thing he, he, he did really well. You got a lot of work to do. Well. Keep, keep you powered up. Yeah, I know. He's like, these <laughs> kids are going to need some bacon in their system, <laughs> well fed, because there's a lot of weeds out there. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, no, we did all the yard stuff. He taught me a lot about that, but I was just so over it. Now I have a guy named Juan. Legit, that's his name, Juan. Yeah. <laughs> and he does a great job, better than I'll ever be able to oh, do. Oh, yeah. What... Uh, what state did you grow up in? Arizona. Okay. Yeah. So you guys didn't have yeah, a lot of grass. Too crazy. I mean, oh yeah, everything no. out there. My dad like always had a lawn. Dryscape. Yeah. No, well, desert landscaping was very popular, yeah. but he didn't. He always had grass. Yeah. So yeah. Ours in Michigan, if you didn't mow it at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. Yeah. No, it would grow. You get tired of mowing grass quick. You get a oh, right yeah. right on lawn mower. Oh, I wish. My yard wasn't even big enough for that, but it was just big enough to be annoying. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, but like, I'm not going to spend, you know, however much a riding lawnmower is to, you know, mow this this decent size patch, but it's, it wasn't big enough for a ride-on lawnmower. Have you, have you seen those ride-on lawnmowers on Instagram where they've made them into like little rock crawlers? Oh, dude, oh, they're rad. Have you seen yeah. that? That's so sweet. rad. <laughs> That's why I you almost want to get one lawnmower. just to build that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all the I used to have uh, buddies that would actually that were into lawnmower racing. Oh yeah, they they race them and shit. That's so. I forgot about that. Yeah, Yeah, dude. I'm from Michigan, (laughs) (laughs) right? Different out there. Yeah, yeah. No, this is that's that's the you know a little bit the norm of you know. Yeah, you have you know you race just about anything. (laughs) If it's got wheels, we can race it. Yeah, absolutely. Even if it doesn't have wheels. (laughs) Well, that that reminds me of uh, the thing I plugged last week: the rod knock racing. Yeah. uh, Up in Antelope Valley, up in the high desert, and uh, the, the the guy was like, "Oh yeah." As long as you got this helmet, it's rated, and uh, four tires, you can race. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Who are those guys you might know? Like, um, They build all kinds of crazy shit, but they uh, build uh, out of Barbie, old Barbie cars, and they lift the um, shit out of them. Oh, I can't think of their name right now. They're... they're um, you They have like a YouTube channel. Wheels? Yeah, yeah, like the, the power wheels that your, your daughter has, would drive around in. It has plumbing in their name. But yeah, and yeah. And it says, you know, we're not a plumbing company. 
Um, <laughs> what? Dude, they're they're hysterical, yeah. dude. They're yeah. they're great. And yeah. they, long travel Barbie jeeps. They just mob the shit out of yeah. them, dude. They're yeah. great. I actually, I <laughs> they first, did an overland trip on them. Like like three of them, really? they all got together and they did like an overland camp out with those Barbie jeeps. It was fucking <laughs> awesome. They yeah. live up in the hills and shit, but it was fucking rad. I actually first I first heard of them um, after I bought my current tube bender. Oh yeah, they use the same Rogue Fab. Oh, you got the Rogue Fab one. Okay, I'm old school. I got JD squared. I love that. (laughs) I actually the JD squared. Oh, actually no, I I had a JD squared. Now I got the Woodward Fab one. But yeah, okay. But mine's not hydraulic. Mine's manual. Fucking, I'm out there with a cheater bar and all that shit. Yeah, (laughs) one in your garage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay. The JD squared one is honestly is an awesome bender. Yeah. And the one thing I'll say about the JD two is where it clamps onto the tube is closer to the bend. So if you're doing parts where the the cut is closer to the bend, you can cut your parts first as long as you have your measurements, and then you can load it into the tube bender for doing like oh, production. Okay. But you can get the bend closer to the end of that tube without having to have excess cut off, you know, bend it yeah, and then that. cut it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the Rogue Fab, it's a little bit further away. Okay. Luckily, all of my current products i get away with it and, yeah and we're good but that's the one thing that i'll say about the jd2 is is i love that it clamps closer but man my rogue fab is freaking awesome yeah. we just upgraded to a. Uh, I, I had the air air over hydraulic ram oh, okay before and i upgraded to electric over hydraulic with an auto stop Really? So I can uh, once I have no idea what you guys are talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Just lost Ben completely. Well, so basically, like I once I get it set up, it's got a little lever and a switch on it that once it hits it, it shuts it off. Once it's set up, I load the tube in and I push that lever, and I can have a conversation with someone. Walk away, you know. I could put a bungee cord, which I I actually want to do. Um, but I can put a bungee cord on it and walk away from it. And as soon as it finishes the bend, it stops. You come back, you can pull the, pull the bungee cord off, flip a little switch and have it, you know, retract. It's so quick. We probably did, um, for our OSR tubes, there's, um, two bends, each tube. I think we did a load of like 25 of them, um, or 25 pairs, which is 50 tubes, two bends each. My employee that has only used the bender a handful of times, got them done in like three or four hours. Damn. It's quick. The thing is quick. Damn. And now, now you, you, awesome. said, you said the the outboard shock relocation kit. Is that what that mm-hmm. stood for? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I get so used to talking with yeah. acronyms. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do it yeah. at my work all the time. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Jason at Opt Off Road and I will, will, we have all the acronyms. Just down, geek out so, on it. And yeah. yeah. We're just like <laughs> OSR and, and, you know, all this other stuff and yeah sometimes i forget people might not know what i'm talking about yeah. all good <laughs> I'm, I'm, one of, I'm one of those people <laughs> i mean it looks cool I, I know what you're talking about because you've you've talked about it before yeah. but uh yeah and no, i mean you guys uh, do some really cool stuff over there so i mean you were talking about what you're primarily focusing on is like the th- third gen forerunner three link kit that you're about to release yeah um and that does that include like the outboard shock system relocation or is that part of the whole kit? Or can we, you talk about that? We recommend running the outboard hoop with the link kit. Um, the cool part is, is this link kit does not intrude into anything like 
it doesn't matter if you're running stock shock location, outboard shocks. If you're currently running our outboard shock relocation kit, you don't have to change anything. Nice. All it changes, and even all the brackets on the axle stay the same. We recommend reinforce. Well, not recommend. You have to reinforce the the one uh, upper mount from the axle, which a company called I'm Keith makes a reinforcement for it that's going to be included in this kit. Mm-hmm. But you reinforce the upper. Um, I'm actually working on some reinforcements for the lower mounts on the axle right now. But everything goes to the stock location on the axle. Your spring perch stays the same. Your axle you know, link mounts stay the same. Everything stays the same. The only thing that changes is the brackets at the frame. So what we're changing is not just the length of the links, but we're also changing everything everything about the suspension geometry. So now your anti-squat numbers are going to be different. Your, um, your Ackerman is going to be different, everything. And which then translates into a much better ride quality. And the testing that we've done so far has been night and day difference. It's it's been incredible because the factory links, they're, you know, they're probably, I don't know, less, probably less than a foot long. Hmm. They're talking about like the upper control arm links. Yeah. 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 They're, they're tiny little things. And, um, I want to say, I'm not even going to guess because I don't I don't remember <laughs> off the top of my head, but the new upper link mount is substantially longer than that. The lowers are around 11 inches longer than the factory ones. Um, and I get a lot of people asking me like, oh, you know, how much travel am I going to get? You're still limited by your shock. Yeah. Yeah. That This isn't going to, you're not going to put this on and all of a sudden get, th- you know, two to five inches more of travel, but it opens up the possibility to get more travel if you run a longer shock. Yeah. You know? How much does it widen your stance on like the front end? Um, well, well, it, well, it doesn't rear touch. End. Yeah, oh, these are rear. rear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So the, the, and obviously the axle stays the same. So every, yeah, 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 unless you swap out your axle, but okay. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Here's so, the rear links. I gotcha. And it's all pretty like, it's the most less intrusive product that I could that I feel I could possibly put out there to where you're not having to do a complete suspension overhaul, strip your axle of every mounting bracket, you know, figure out, you know, where to mount everything on the axle and then figure out where to mount it on the frame. There's holes in the brackets themselves that line up with holes in the frame, nice. the factory frame. So you literally cut off your old brackets, you line it up, mark it, prep it, throw it back up there, weld it on. Nice. You you could install this kit essentially without even having to have a tape measure. It's it lines up with holes in the frame, so everything is, you know, it has its place. Is it going to be like a staged kit where you can, <clears throat> you know, you have stage one, it's just this, and then like when I get some more money for Christmas, I can afford the second <laughs> stage and get you could. Yeah. You know, I mean, if for guys that don't, you don't need to go all in at once, you can like, okay, well, I'll get these right now and then I yeah. can upgrade to this and then get, yeah. And that's, that's what's nice is because it works with our OSR kit, our outboard shock relocation kit. Yes, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <To> help. <laughs> it, it works, you know, with, with our relocation kit. And even if guys want to run coilovers later on, 
or if they just want to get the three link kit for now and run on you know the the stock mounting locations for the shocks they can do that and they're still going to see improvements nice in, in how it handles because of the change suspension geometry anytime you lift something that has links it's you're you're taking everything that the factory did and where they set up their anti-squat and everything that goes out the window when you lift it mm-hmm. but the mounting points stay the same so the only way of changing that is change the mounting points yeah move change, them up. change the links let's you know let's get as much travel as we can get out of the shock that we have the stock the stock links you're kind of limited by a 12 inch um, shock because the links max out before the shock does okay so this opens up you know a lot of opportunities for guys to get the best performance out of their suspension without having to go to leaf springs and without having to come up with a complete custom setup and cut holes in their floor for coilovers and stuff like that. Yeah, that's which, what I had to do. <laughs> yeah, which you still can. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can still do that with this kit, but the beauty is you don't have you to. You don't have to. Yeah. So that that's kind of what we're what we're going after with that. So you mentioned like with a stock setup, it's about 12 inches limited by the links. Um, if Lim- you th- limited by the shocks. That's what I meant. Sorry, limited yeah. by the shocks, not the links. If you put on an outboard shock relocation kit <clears throat> and you know what what size of i mean obviously you can go kings rad flow you can go whatever mm-hmm. you want but like what do you recommend with this kit based off the way you set it up and the travel that it's capable of i honestly don't know what travel it's capable of um and the reason being is because when i had it up on stands and dropped the axle <laughs> down i ran out of floor oh shit (laughs) so this kit can probably get a crazy amount of travel now is is that going to translate to good handling off-road probably not yeah you want to limit it eventually you know what i mean yeah yeah when when it starts getting you know all maxed out and everything and you you still got a pan hard that's you know now sitting at a 45 degree angle and and it does you gotta worry about your drive shaft all that kind of oh yeah, yeah absolutely so you know there's a lot that goes into higher travel numbers um what i what i recommend with the kit is probably like a two and a half by 12 shock mm-hmm. um what you can what we found you can safely run to try to maximize your travel a little bit more is a 14 inch the only okay. downside of the 14 inch is it is going to hang below the axle mm. a decent amount so you know there is going to be some sacrifice there whether you want more travel or you want ground clearance um, my truck that we just put the first prototype kit on is running 14s and it sees every bit of that 14 inches of travel i mean in fact i have it strapped out at 13 just in case i get too uh, much you know yeah. <laughs> side to side it's going to max out the shock before it maxes out the limit strap so I want to make sure the limit strap has it up a little higher for those side to side. Um, but straight up and down, it's it's strapped at 13. Um, and I, I want to say because of where the shock is mounting, I'm probably still getting 14 inches of travel um, at the, the hub. Okay. But um, it sees every every bit of it. And you, you watch, you know, I just uploaded a video on, 
Yeah, I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. You uploaded a video and he's like bombing. Oh, from Johnson the, the Valley. video from the underside. And yeah, you're yeah. Just, you're just watching the shot just, just float. Woof, woof, yeah, yeah, doing its job. And, and it was, man, I've never gone that fast in the desert in something that wasn't a fully built race truck. And it, I mean, I got done with my first whoop section and we got out to, uh, we had picked up some pizza to eat. And I got out and <laughs> my hands sitting there shaking. And I'm like, holy crap, I can't believe I just did that in a full body SUV yeah, yeah. with no cage or anything. I'm like, that's a this lot is of travel. Incredible. For an SUV, that's a lot of travel out of the oh, rear. Oh, God, yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you know, if you have your, all these guys with caged beds and their, you know, pickups and stuff like that, you know, you can get gobs of travel out of them. But with an SUV, it's not, not that easy. Yeah. Unless you want to cut, you know, cut into the cab. And yeah. I, mean, I could probably, with that kit before before getting to the point where it's like okay this is you know this is too much the truck's not going to handle this very well i could probably if i wanted to cut into the floor run a 16 inch shot yeah. or coil <clears throat> over um obviously I'd, I'd have to cut into the floor but i could probably pretty reliably run a 16 on it oh yeah and get away with it what I had, I, cool. I, I cut my floor. I can't remember if I ran a sixteen or an eighteen. You know, I did what you're saying, basically. I had, but I In literally your ranger. No, no, it was my uh, my explorer. Oh, your explorer. Yeah, I, I literally cut the back out and put you know some shock hoops in the back where the seats were, and then just yeah ran like a coil over in the rear. But I, I, it was like probably like a sixteen or eighteen. Yeah. You know, I don't know what travel I got out of it or anything like that. I don't think I was paying attention back then. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was no measurements back then. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. you're just bolting them up and just fuck it, send it. Yeah, yeah. no <laughs> suspension cycling. No, just, no, we didn't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> yeah, you weren't even sure if it was. I don't know, even think I had bump stops. I probably still had the old polyurethane <laughs> bumps on there or some shit. You yeah, know? yeah. You, you did. It was the shock. Yeah, he did the shock. Much, yeah. <laughs> oh, that man. was my bumps. Yeah, uh, it reminds me of the Land Rover. Mm. Uh, ripped out that, you know, mm. your travel oh, on that one. Oh, yeah. Oof. <laughs> the same thing happened to Matt, too. Yep. Yeah, ripped dude, it out. The design on the rear suspension, the, sh the shock mount on the old Land Rover Discoveries is fucking horrible, dude. Like, <laughs> is whoever designed it, they, in the they were British, dude. They're British, so they don't know what the fuck <laughs> they're doing. But, like, yeah, they installed the shocks on, a like, an angle instead of going straight up and down. So when it flexes out, it has, the shock comes down, like, you know? Mm. So the shocks are like this when it, Nobody can see this. <laughs> I'm like, this is awesome for they're an angled, audio podcast. Angled they're, they're angled apart. And then when it drops out, and then the shock hits the frame. It can't flex down anymore. And it's just a horrible fucking design. Comes into contact with the frame. Comes yeah. into contact. And it just, yeah, I, I, I always wow. wanted to remount, like re-weld, cut those fuckers off and remount them. And they make a, um, like a shock relocation kit. But the relocation thing is on a, angle as well like why not straighten that fucking thing out and make it so it works better for you well, know before travel. i leave here I'll, I'll take a look at it yeah yeah it's fucking stupid yeah like no, I, i'm not worried about it, like but let's get into the the land rover no do not <laughs> no 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 no, no, please don't, no. <laughs> not, not the niche market you want to go for there. yeah so there's not a lot of money in land rover long travel yeah because yeah. they're too busy spending the money on fixing yeah, it try like to get the, the motor, motor to fucking work to yeah <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, you know it's it's really disheartening hearing you say that because that's one of the vehicles that I've always had like a, a distant admiration of. That's why I grew up like thinking like you know off road vehicle. You know, I mean I did all the desert trophy. racing and all that yeah. kind of fun stuff, but like I just wanted the safari truck is rad, you know, and like yeah, it's just what I grew up seeing in the camel. Yeah, like you said the camel trophies and stuff like that, and but no. 
they're great for slow and if you've got to go through a fucking river in a jungle they're fucking rad but yeah you're, if i had a dime for every time that happened, yeah yeah exactly but <laughs> every time i break it is when i'm fucking trying to haul ass through the desert in it it's not meant to go fast no it's just like no fuck you i'm just gonna break <laughs> so. yeah they, they make it so the speed you go at you can still drink tea Yes, basically what it is. You know, you don't. Yeah, so you don't, don't want to spill your, your tea. tea. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's my kind of vehicle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah dude. That's why I like automatic, so I can drive with one hand on the wheel, another in my, a beer in the other hand. I mean, a, a soda in the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. We uh, Taylor and I, uh, we went out. Uh, was it two weekends ago? Was it? Yeah, oh, nice. We're yeah, yeah. Went out to Fish Creek Trail. Oh, man, that, that's when you first yeah, had it. You literally like finished it in your shop, <clears throat> like the night before. Oh, that was a, that was a test run. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had just gotten the the axles, the axle shafts, and everything put back in the axle. I think like two days before that trip. And yeah, yeah. We were originally supposed to hit the Mojave, and unfortunately, that didn't work out. But we ended up going out with you guys, and and. Man, it was it was awesome having that thing hit dirt for the first time, and you know it it had been down in like for like a couple months while we were trying to work out the kinks and all the bugs in the kit and getting to be back in the seat again, and then just smashing through the desert, and it was like <laughs> it was like oh, thank God this hasn't fallen apart yet. <laughs> we survived. Now we have to market it. Yeah, yeah. Now I have to sell more of these. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it was pretty impressive watching you guys. You guys went off and did a little test run. When I say you guys, it was him and Jason. Um, they went a little little test run, but you were mobbing, man. And uh, it was that same section where Allie's birthday in January, so it was like last January, we went out there and they had that two-step <laughs> shelf thing. And oh, I yeah. was I was mobbing. I don't even remember seeing oh, the two step yeah. shelf, and I launched off of it. And um, I remember watching you go down that thing. That was awesome. Just float right over it. Yeah, yeah. Just floated right over feel it. it. Yeah, it was really smooth. I was I was kind of bummed out when we went to Fish Creek because you know I had just put all this work into the truck, and, and I'm like, where are the whoops? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want whoop sections. I want big rocks. Yeah, take want out climb things. You gotta go out to like pole line and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Well you I mean they had uh they had some fast sections, but it wasn't big whoops. It was just no. kind of like washboard. No. But you said it was like smooth as butter going over the washboards. To an extent. I I realized later on that um I thought I had aired down to like thirteen to fifteen and I was like twenty plus. Oh wow! Um, yeah, a little, little stiffer. Yeah, and I was like, man, like it's handling all the big stuff really well, but all these little tiny pebbles and rattle you and, loose and the washboard. I'm like, man, this is this is tearing me up. Um, dude, get out! Yeah, of the here, dog, dude. the dog needs attention. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, getting dude. tangled. Yeah, get out um, of your dog. But yeah, once I uh, <clears throat> once I realized that, and we went out to uh, uh, the Wednesday after we had gone camping, we went out to. Giant Rock and Johnson Valley. Oh, yeah. And I aired down, I made sure I aired down to 15 PSI this time. And um, it was just everything. It's it great. Yeah. And you even added some weight too, because you have a rooftop tent now. Oh, he yeah. Joined the, he joined oh. the, the rich people. <laughs> yes, like, sir. I was the peasant dude because yeah. I was in my shift pod, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny because I mean, just from my perspective, you guys are like kind of like go fast desert guys that, you know, um, also do rock crawling and stuff. That's, but Jason is the go fast desert guy. I actually, after many trucks, I got into rock crawling. Oh, okay. okay, okay. So I was I was 
straight axle or die guy. Okay. Uh, my last truck, the one that I actually, when I first met Jason, I had just gotten done building. It was a second gen forerunner, uh, his engine swapped and straight axle swapped and everything. And I had, uh, 38s on it and it was a super oh, wow. fun truck. Um, but like that was wild. And I'm still, I'm very much a rock crawler. The desert stuff, it's fun, but man, I love rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I do enjoy it. Um, I just got a little scared one time. I felt like I was about to die. So, you know, <laughs> that happened. I, I was like, uh, maybe not so much anymore. But um, no, rock crawling is a ton of fun. Yeah. I'd rather do it with the RC cars, though. <laughs> yeah. Less investment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you uh, break something because, you know, you're constantly breaking things or bashing things or whatever. You do that in so. the going fast too in the desert, man. I broke, oh, yeah. I broke way more oh, shit God, doing yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just did damage assessment on, <laughs> on my truck before coming down here. And I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like okay, a D ring's missing. This is broken. Because, I mean, we run, we're beating the crap out of that thing. So we got to make sure this kit is going to hold up. Yeah, the customers are going to beat the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, and it's the rest of the truck we're having to worry about. And I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I even cracked the screen on my GoPro. I think a rock oh, hit shitty. it. I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> this is why I rock crawl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, then you just run over your camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. That's why Overland, I can just go slow and not break anything. <laughs> uh, I guess yeah. the reason why I had that uh, sort of a vision of, of, you know, you being like a go fast desert guy is because I met you with Jason. So yeah, it's going fast like, desert. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he lives out in the Joshua Tree yeah. area. So, like, you know, we went out to Johnson Valley and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I went out there and I tried to go fast. My Mini Cooper didn't work out so great. Mm. <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. Have you figured out what's what's going on with that? Just every, it's one thing after another. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, Jason, uh, it's a project after, car. <laughs> after my uh, serpentine bell just yeeted out this, <laughs> whoop, you know, in Johnson Valley, and uh, he, he put it back together, basically, Pumpty Dumpty, back on the wall. But, dude, now it's something else. Did I don't even know what it is. I just parked it, and I'm like, I'm not even dealing with you for two months. You're in timeout. Didn't you say it's like <laughs> it's like rattling or something? Dude, or? it's running rough. Like, it's yeah. not blowing smoke. The oil looks good. Like, all, all the Were normal. Were you saying like, it might be like just a motor mount or something It like could that? be a motor mount thing. <clears throat> or a transmission mount thing because yeah. like when I was driving up there before I even hit desert, I'm not losing power. No, I'm not losing power. Noise. Not blowing yeah. smoke. The oil looks you know clean. It's it's more about like I noticed because it's a manual. I let out the clutch in first gear only when there's most torque. Um, it was kind of like shuddering a little bit, Motor and I don't mount. know if that was because it was like not mounted properly and it was taking a lot of the torque and whatever. Um, and then it was going, but now it was almost like when I made that corner before we went down to Riggs and Brews. It's taking a right-hand turn into the gas station, and it just goes like something like, not snapped, but it felt like it did in, in my head. And uh, then all of a sudden, from that point on, it was just like rough. So hmm. I didn't know if like the motor mount broke, and then it was just like rubbing on something. Or, Could be, because they're not who knows? meant to get beaten up in the desert and hitting no, they're not. washboards yeah. and stuff like that. Those mounts are... are well, it's it's all mounted to sheet metal. Yeah. Yeah. It's super thin. It's going to so crack. Knows? So, uh, yeah, that could probably be what it is. Go over it. So long story short, I need to get motor mounts and I'm just going to take it to little car shows and to the beach. <laughs> and it's just going to be like a nice little like Sunday cruiser that goes to the, what is it? Uh, four low. Um, the, that one group that goes to Fiesta oh, yeah, Island. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm pretty sure the mini Cooper could go to Fiesta Island, just go oh, yeah. park yeah. and then say hi and look cool. Go to meetups. Hang out. Yeah, meetups. That's what it's for. Have you have you popped the hood on it since it started doing that or you're just like... Yeah, and I looked at it in disgust. And then closed the hood right yeah, away. <laughs> it. Like, looks the same as I left it, yeah, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm that gonna take it to a mechanic in January. That is definitely a, a very interesting off-road vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> of all the ones to pick. Yeah. yeah. No, as soon as I, I, and I think I told you this. As soon as I heard you had a Mini Cooper that was like all lifted up and stuff, I was like, "That's my people." Yeah. <laughs> I, I told you about the Kia I had. Sounds yeah. dumb. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, the, you he had, had a Kia. Kia. Yeah, what, tell what, them about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a 03 Kia Spectra. It was a, a rusty <laughs> shit box of a car. And uh, I picked it up for like 300 bucks. Ooh, nice. Uh, Where do people find cars for I know, like right? a couple hundred bucks? Like I've deals, never dude. seen these before. <laughs> yeah. This Well, this was this was a few years ago. So, oh, okay. yeah, no, I, I think I got probably one of the last $300 Kias in existence. <laughs> you can't even buy an RC car for that price. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. You can't. But, yeah, this, it was... Uh, I bought it and I just got this wild hair up, up my ass that I was, I really wanted to do the, the gambler 500 with it. I was yeah. like, this is the perfect car. Oh, I'm going to have, I'm going to have less than 500 bucks into it. And, uh, I made some, some strut mount spacers forks. Obviously they don't make, uh, lift kits for a Kia Spectra. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. So I made, you know, these strut mount spacers and I put the biggest aggressive snow tire I could on it. And, uh, then my ex and my mom didn't want me to go to the gambler, so they hid my keys. Oh, what? <laughs> what? Who are these people? Yeah. Well, he did say ex. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> so I, I ended up not it's making it It's either me or the, the Kia Spectra. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I built this thing, and I'm like, I want to go jump it. I want to get stupid. Like, yeah. I have, but... It was also my daily driver at the time. Oh, that's <laughs> shit. Uh, that's besides the point. I wanted to go jumping it. Um, but yeah, so I didn't get to jump it. And um, so I just use it as like a winter beater. And I used to kick that thing around town. And, and with the snow tires on it, I could drive it like there was no snow on the ground. And it's front wheel drive. So it was just, you point it and it's going. Yeah. And it was a, one of the funnest cars I've ever had. And uh, I went through two alternators on it. And got sick of it and pissed at it and decided, you know, I'm I, I'm done dealing with this. I'm going to sell it. And as soon as I watched it pull away from the house, it's like that was really dumb. Damn it! <laughs> He's like, I sold it for five hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think I sold it with a bad alternator for like with a like, bad alternator, like thirteen or fifteen hundred dollars. Oh shit! Come up and on it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, granted, I you know I had a decent amount into it by the time it was all said and done, but, but you got some enjoyment out of it too. Oh, that was. Absolutely. Well I could have gotten the $300 back from the original purchase and I would have been stoked with that because it was a fun car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was great. So, yeah, when I saw your, you know, or when I found out and then saw that you had a Mini Cooper, I'm just like, yeah, this guy gets it. Yeah. This well, I mean, I didn't build it, but I did take you it did a over, lot of work and on I've it. done my own work to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, he originally built it for the Gambler. That thing was in the Gambler last year. Or a couple of years. Uh, the shit that comes no, out last of... Year, was it last 2021. Year? Oh, that's right. Never mind. Yeah. The shit that comes out of that event is like... It's awesome. Oh, it's great. Dude, I <laughs> so follow great, them dude. on Instagram and it's crazy. And, and it's so funny because right now they're on this whole kick about the Pontiac vibe. Because oh, it's basically, oh, it's yeah. a Toyota Corolla yeah. that, uh, or Toyota Matrix. Yeah, because the game is coming up Corolla. pretty soon here, yeah. Yeah, and so um, <laughs> those you can get those in an all-wheel drive. Really? And there was one guy that built it, a Pontiac Vibe, and was doing like Hell's Revenge and all that other kind of stuff. Oh, shit. Yeah, so like those things are legit. So gamblers like all pumping up, the they're boosting Pontiac Vibe prices right now. I bet, I oh, bet. <laughs> I love the Toyota Matrix, though. My buddy had one when they first came out back in like 03 or 02 or something like that. Those things were sick little vehicles, man. Have you seen those lifted Miatas? 
Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. A guy that a couple neighborhoods over, like right across from my daughter's school, he's got one. Yep. The thing is sick. He's got it caged. It's probably on 33s, dude. Whoa. Like, he's got wow. like the, the, the wheels that's all amazing. stick way the fuck out the, the fucking fenders. The thing's fucking rad, dude. Every time I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to be that guy and come knock on his door. I I'm hoping he's out in his driveway one day. I can be like, bro, <laughs> we got to be friends. <laughs> Here's my number. Yeah. Call me. I'm just going to leave my fucking sticker on his fucking windshield one of these days because yeah, he's fucking it. sick, dude. Oh, yeah. It's all caged up, bumpers and shit. It's oh, so rad. It's it's always the stuff that isn't supposed to be isn't, the yeah. way it is. That's It's just unique. It's yeah. cool, man. Yeah, you love it. Yeah. It's like the Mini Cooper, dude. Yeah, it, 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 yeah that's not right. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those Miatas actually they're 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 becoming very popular in like the kind of lift it and oh, off-road it and go We from, can dump up like a big ass V8 in those things too. Oh, and yeah. Monster Dude. Miata makes Monster, the Yeah, they have the conversion. They fucking yeah. You can put a um they they have rear I I know this cuz I used to own a Miata. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um they they have a a rear subframe section that you can put a um Thunderbird. I'm probably getting this wrong. It's a it's a Ford. Yeah. Um, I independent rear suspension differential in it, but it's it'll like, just drop in. It's basically. like an eight inch diff in the rear of it. So you, you got you throw your LS in there, you throw whatever <laughs> transmission behind it. So you you've have, got this, you know, this massive Ford in there. Just <laughs> yeah, and, and you can just romp on the thing, and it weighs nothing. Yeah. The power dude, to weight ratio is fucking ridiculous. It's like a yeah. G, like a Jeep Wrangler. You know how the top comes down. So it's a Miata, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, hell, the the one point six liter that was in mine, even with an open rear end, I mean, I could get that thing sideways, <laughs> easy. And it was just, it was a blast. It was a fun little car, um, and it just like they're so cool. And I I, just, I love seeing seeing the lifted ones. I, I think they're really neat. Yeah. I see a lot more cars being lifted nowadays. I mean, the Subarus yeah, have always a, been that way. A but trend now, for some reason. I've been noticing a lot more lately. I keep sending you links to them all I the know. time. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one guy has like this really badass Miata that's like super clean, lowered. He's like for track day. And yeah, then he, yeah. he pans over to his other Miata that's all lifted and has like the rear tire carrier on it and everything. It looks so dope. It looks like a little like Overlander. Yeah, you got the best of both worlds. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like for, for camping and for track days. Yeah. Let's well, like, um, what was that? I, I can't remember the name of it. It was in uh, one of the Need for Speed games, even. Mm. Um, it was a new, a new car that they started making. I think it was even in Top Gear, but it's it's a car that's all like off roaded out and lifted and everything. Do you know what, oh, what I'm not a about? Subaru? They had it in Grand Theft Auto even. Um, it, yeah. it it looks like a oh what would I compare it to? <laughs> but it's not uh, right? a Subaru, right? No, it's not a Subaru. Okay. It's like a one off car, or is it like a no? They like I, one of the big. I guess I don't know whatever came of it. From my understanding, they were supposed to be doing production on it, and. They had it on Top Gear. I can't remember what he was racing against in it. Um, but yeah, they had it in Grand Theft Auto. They had it in one of the needs, Need for Speed Horizon um, 1 through 
64. I wish we had, I wish you would be like, hey, hey Jamie, uh, pull it yeah, up. I know. I'm like, I know. Jamie, you're laughing yeah. here, bro. We're just like Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we I'm joking. trying to look it up on Google, and I'm not fucking good enough. I know. I, I knew that's what you were trying to do right yeah. now. We need Jamie to get on it. But uh, producer. I remember, you know, seeing those, and I was thinking, man, like that, for, for something like that to come out of a factory... Yeah. Like, you got to know that there's people wanting lifted cars. Dude, the 911 just came out with their their uh, oh, Safari right. build uh, yeah. 911, like, from the factory. It's like the mm-hmm. Dakar Rally one. Well, that's because there's companies taking a bunch of old Porsches and even some of the newer ones, and they're they're making parts to do this. I've got an old... And they're seeing how popular it is, so they might as well make a factory oh, yeah, one. Absolutely. Cash in on it. I have a customer of mine that um, he used to live out here downtown LA and he moved to New York. He's a, um, he does, um, videography and stuff like that. He has his own business. He's actually very successful at it, but he had always wanted a Porsche and he wanted to do the rally thing with it. So when he got to New York, he went and picked one up and he's got this shop, you know, doing the, the whole rally treatment to this thing. Oh yeah. Nice. Big spoiler on the rear and like the whale tail. Oh, the whole nine. <laughs> yeah, man. man. Like, that's that's I've I've always cool. wanted a 911. Always wanted a 911. And then I saw the Baja 911 on Instagram. Have you seen that? It's like a trophy mm-hmm. truck but a 911. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god, I have to make enough money to be able to buy that one day." And uh, you know, a bunch of people are doing the Safari build ones. That, yeah. You know, not not as much travel and all that other stuff, but they're super cool, man. Oh yeah. And I mean, I look back and I'm like, "You know what? Volkswagen Baja bug been around for what ever and you know they kind of started it didn't they yeah I mean, who, look how who, many Baja started are out there i you know i i wouldn't even know where to begin with that yeah. but yeah there's there's a ton of Baja bugs out there that you know i think a lot of it was more so due to necessity mm-hmm. um because there's a ton of them down in mexico oh yeah and you know especially you know you get down into baja and stuff like that it, it's all washboard like just the roads are, are awful and it's all dirt and everything. And it's like, okay, well, you know, we've got this cool, neat little cheap car, but it, you know, doesn't really make it through the dirt roads very well. And they're not serviced exactly very well. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that's probably where it, it probably originated from, you know, the, the, uh, that's probably why they call it, you know, the, the Baja bug. Baja maybe. bug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, to, you know, <clears throat> don't quote me on that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, go go to Wikipedia. I'm sure they'll correct you. Yeah, <laughs> but it sounds logical. Yeah, no, I mean it, that makes sense to me. Um, my girlfriend's um, parents, when she was like, I think it was shortly after she was born, until she was, she's probably gonna kill me if I get this wrong. I think <laughs> I think she moved back to the states when she was eight, but they moved down to Baja, Mexico, and she lived out there from the time she was an infant to I think it was eight years old. And she's got a great immune system now. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And her dad was telling me like, you know, he used to have the, the, um, the Volkswagen suspension buggy. Oh, nice. oh yeah. And, uh, and he said that that was how they got to school. Most days was in <laughs> out, that. Of out of necessity <laughs> versus, you know, yeah. 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 Cause yeah. you know, and he's telling me about, you know, how the roads down there, they're just, they suck. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Jared, oh, you found hey, it, didn't I, you? I think this is it. 
it is a the, the rally fighter. That's it. That's oh, it. Oh, you're talking That's about Local it. Motors. Local Motors, yeah. yeah. Who makes it? The yeah. Rally Fighter, 2015. Yeah. So Local Motors <clears throat> actually was based out of Arizona, and oh. um, my buddy used to be the really? head, head of tech that I used to work with at my previous oh. agency. So he was the head like IT guy. They went under recently. Um, so that's why we haven't. That's why you don't see him anymore. Oh, but you, you see him sometimes on eBay. Just sold for seventy five grand, dude. They are legit that's, though. They're basically like a, in retrospect, that's doable. Yeah, that's it, so doable. Six point two liter V eight, or yeah, LS three V eight, six oh. speed, yeah, four rear end. Yeah. What was cool about it is that like you you actually had the opportunity to go build it with them. Oh, you could kind yeah. of, uh, yeah. So yeah. it was like one of those things Pur- where you can go back. out. You, yeah. Yeah. No shot. Yeah. You get to like pick out all the different things you want, like make it all custom and everything. But then, uh, you know, yeah, you help them build them. I would take one. <laughs> somebody somebody was uh, selling one on, I think it was like Auto Trader at one point, And it was like somewhere around 65, 75. I was just grand. saying, comparative to like vehicle prices today, I mean, oh, this God, was just yeah. sold in 2022 for 75 grand. I mean, it only had like something like 2,000 miles on it or something like that. They are, you can't really get all the parts for them anymore. But oh, I'm somebody sure. Like yeah. You that could yeah, fab up stuff, you could figure it out and yeah. make it yourself or make it even better. This is true. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, I would that's drive a, that over some other stupid under. cars they got. Yeah. That's that's a real shame they went under. That would be. I think they're ahead of their time. Probably. Now, yeah. if they came out with that now today, they'd probably fucking be killing it. You're like, fuck yeah, dude, Probably. I need a fucking rally fighter. <laughs> Honestly, if, I think if they would have came out with that um, at the beginning of the pandemic when everybody was trying to get away from <laughs> yeah. civilization. Oh, yeah, they right. Actually the height get out of, of the, the house. The craze, yeah. The... Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's uh, if it weren't for uh, the pandemic, I don't think that I don't think that I would have been in self-employed uh, <laughs> when at least when I was yeah um, because the the side work quote unquote that I was doing on the side ended up yielding more payout than what my full-time job yeah blew was. up yeah a lot was, of, it helped like a lot of people all these small like you know camping companies are like yeah. oh yeah now I'm sure people everywhere. like was like selling rooftop tents weren't fucking killing it back then mm-hmm. nobody's buying rooftop tents all of a sudden they're fucking just you know, printing their own money. You know what yeah. I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. No, it, it got, it got to the point. I mean, we, like I said, we started out in a little two car garage and, um, in a very quiet elderly neighborhood. <laughs> Power tools. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and we did not have a bandsaw back then. We had a chop saw. Oh and fuck. That sucker would be <laughs> loud as fuck. Well, and, and we didn't want to cut stuff inside. Air compressors running. Oh yeah, yeah. And we didn't want to <laughs> cut stuff inside the garage because it's throwing sparks everywhere. So we're cutting at the top of the driveway, and sparks are reaching all the way to the road. <laughs> they and loved you. Your neighbors loved you. Oh yeah. And there, there was a park <laughs> right across the street. And oh, people would be walking by and staring. So what the fuck? Now, all, like all these elderly people would be walking by and just like staring into the garage at us. Like, like you could just tell the disgust. Oh yeah, can <laughs> you could feel the glare. Yeah, and at one time, like we had because we were doing every like pretty much anything and everything that would pay. We were doing maintenance work. Oh, yeah. We were doing you know custom fabrication. We were doing sliders, you know, all sorts of stuff. And um, uh, at one point in time, I think we had like seven 
forerunners in the driveway. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. looking like a used car <laughs> lot. Yeah. Oh, dude, right? we're pulling engines in the driveway. We're you know just doing stupid stuff. The day after I filed for our LLC, we got a letter from the city. The day after, it was dated the day after I filed for the LLC. Um, got a cease and desist letter from the city. No way, dude. Yeah. What city was this? Uh, Walnut. Walnut. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's very, like, you know, it's a beautiful neighborhood. It's very quiet. There's, yeah. You know, like I said, there's a park across the street. I was definitely the... I, I was The black sheep of the... Uh, oh, big time. <laughs> but no, nobody else... In Breaking that. down the property value. Oh, yeah. Nobody else in that neighborhood was running a fabrication <laughs> shop out of their garage, <laughs> you know? They, they were they were parking their Tesla in the garage yeah. or, or their, you know, their 2002 Camry with 50,000 miles on it in the garage. They weren't yeah. cutting steel and welding stuff and, you know, pulling engines in the driveway. <laughs> in Walnut. I yeah, mean, yeah. for our listeners who don't live in it's California. It's a nicer area. It's a little bit nicer area. I mean, Very is it considered... Nice. Orange County still? It's near like it? city no, industry, isn't it? It's it's LA County. It oh, is yeah. LA County. Yeah. Um, once you get my my shop is actually just on the border of San Bernardino. You literally go down the street. Pomona, if I I may have this incorrect, I'm pretty sure Pomona is actually LA County as well. I think so too. And Claremont, that's just up the street from me, is LA County. But Montclair is like one of the first cities in San Bernardino County. And I got lucky <laughs> because um, having a shop in LA County would, I don't, I don't think I'd care for that. But um, San Bernardino is just like, they just don't care. You know, <laughs> they fuck it. I think they, they have bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, I, He's man. paying taxes, right? All right, good. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think I've had one, one person stop by. It was an environmental lady. And she just wanted to make sure I wasn't like changing oil and, yeah, you know, and if I was, where was I disposing of it? And I'm like, I don't. You think you pour it in the drain, right? Yeah, so down, down the <laughs> toilet. I'm like, yeah. the, the train tracks right there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, duh. <laughs> no, she just wanted to make sure that basically nothing I was doing inside my shop was reaching up to code. Yeah. You know, was she wanted to make sure that nothing I was doing inside my shop was affecting anything outside of the shop? And I was like, nope, I don't even like being in the parking lot, yeah. let alone putting stuff that shouldn't be in the parking lot out there. Yeah. But other than that, like they've left me alone. It's the rent. Like I started looking at new shops. Uh, so expensive. <laughs> it, well, I got, I got really lucky. Um, when we first signed up, um, it's a 2000 square foot shop. We were paying, paying 99 cents a square foot, hmm. which is insanely cheap. Yeah. Even, yeah. even at that, even at the time we signed up it was cheap. Now it's at like one Oh five a square foot. Cause it, it goes up yearly. Yeah, obviously. But I started looking into new shop space because I, I recently, um, beginning of summer, I moved away from Walnut and into uh, Hermosa, uh, Hermosa Beach area. And now I'm commuting, you know, 54 miles one way to work. So I was like, you know, like I'll look into a new shop space and, and see if, if the, the cost of the new shop space would outweigh the gas that I'm, I'm paying. Yeah. And they want like anywhere from what I found was like a dollar fifty to over $2 a square foot. And I'm going, and I'm, I obviously would want to get into a bigger space. So then I'm looking at paying more than double 
what I'm currently paying. I'm like, no, I'll make the commute. Yeah, it's worth the drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not paying four thousand dollars a month. No, that's fucking crazy, for, dude. You know, uh, at that point, I I would literally be working just to pay rent. Yeah, and that's stupid. You know, I can't survive off the of photosynthesis. I like I like <laughs> <Yeah>. to eat. <laughs> so. Unfortunately, not, wait, wait, wait. You're not vegan? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I, maybe I just haven't been in California long enough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we just had five guys. It's like on a mm. double cheeseburger, extra cheese, <laughs> or no, bacon cheeseburger. Bacon, yeah, oh, bacon but it's a double patty. You yeah, get the regular is. size. Yeah, oh, it was good. I I hadn't had Five Guys in quite a while, and yeah, after I got the after she told me the total, I remembered why I yeah. why I don't have Five Guys very often. Well, tell him what you order. He was like. He was like <laughs> <laughs> At first, he starts out with the, his bacon cheeseburger, yeah, and right. I was like, "Oh, that's that's a big burger. That's a lot of meat, a lot of protein. That's a good choice." And it's got the cheese on it. Okay. And then he's like, and then he's like, yeah, I want a, want a milkshake. Yeah. And, and the lady was like, oh, okay, okay. Do you want fries with that? He's like, yeah, let's get the fries with that. And he, you're a skinny dude. He's, he's like, he's I'm bulking. Like, yeah. That's like four thousand calories. I was like, Jesus. And Good. That's what I need for I daily intake, right, right? To even just keep my weight on, get it all in and one meal. It was meal, so yeah. funny because, yeah. like, on the ride over, we rode over in my in my car, and I was like, "Yeah, I want to find some place healthy to eat." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wrong. And I was like, and he's like, <laughs> "I was like, yeah, you know, there's McDonald's right here, but that's healthy." And I said, "I usually like to try like like a Taco Bell." <laughs> <laughs> So much healthy. Oh, no, because I was just trying to like think of something that was healthier than McDonald's. <laughs> and you guys are like ended up at Five Guys. Yeah. Well, well, we, well, we were going to Jimmy John's at first. Oh, Jersey Mike's. Jersey, Jersey Mike's. Mike's. Yeah. yeah, we were going to Jersey Mike's, and I was like, oh man, Five Guys. I haven't had that in a while. Oh, that's right. It's right next door to it. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was like trying to think of where there was a Five Guys. That's right. Okay. Yeah, it's right next door. Yeah. And so because Zoe loves uh, Jersey Mike's, so we always go in there. Yeah, but, I yeah. like Jersey Mike's too, and I was I was feeling a sandwich, but then I saw Five Guys, and I'm like, mm. yeah, that's the move. Yeah. That's the move. That's a healthy move. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm typically I'm I'm typically 100% in and out guy. I absolutely love In and Out Burgers. Mm. Hell, even in high school, I worked there for a year, and I'd pretty much spend my entire paycheck on eating there. Yeah, and, really? Uh, oh, you know all the oh, good yeah. uh, code word. Uh, Secret it's, menus. It's not as secret as you think. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Just look it up online, dude. Yeah, I, I was, know. I was really bummed <laughs> out. Um, recently, we went to Texas. My girlfriend and I, uh, we went to Texas to pick up a forerunner. And uh, <laughs> I was like really excited because I'd only been to Texas twice before. And both times I went, I didn't really make a priority out of um, trying Whataburger. Oh. <laughs> well, they have those out here now. They have them in Arizona. Well, we tried it. And um, I I don't know what people... What a nasty I, I, burger. I, I, that's what I hear is like the hype ain't real. I don't know. It, it's it's comparable to... Um, sorry for all the, you know... Yeah, I'm sorry. Our Texas, Texas listeners, people. but... Uh, you know what? And I think what it is, and, and I'll, I'll give it I'll give it to Texans. They're very proud to be Texas. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. And, and you know what? And Whataburger is from Texas, and... I raised yeah, my stick hat by to your, that. you know, a lot yeah, of Californians yeah. are diehard, you know, in and out. I will say though, I hate in and out fries. They're like the worst fries I've ever had. I don't mind them. No, they're disgusting. I like them. They're green. They're fucking small little crumb little ones. No, yeah. they're Those dry. Are the Those are like burnt no. ends, dude. No. 
Well, I'll tell I you will what, literally throw out that basket of fries. Compared to what we got at, at Whataburger, I'll, I'll take... I would rather eat In-N-Out fries every day for the rest of my life <laughs> than to have a burger or fries from Whataburger again. Oh, I don't a, remember it being that bad. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it, wow, like wow. When I had it in Arizona, it was, it was okay. I, I've never had a Whataburger, so I, I just, can't... I expected it, you know, because because the feud, you know, between the two, I expected it to be similar to In-N-Out with, like, all fresh, you know, because In-N-Out is, it's all fresh. That's yeah. true. Like, That's it true. is all fresh. And when we got there, I'm like, this is like Carl's Jr. Mm. And I'm like, how is this a, comp- I mean, don't get me wrong. It wasn't like. I like Carl Jr. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a terrible burger. It just, I guess because the expectation was set so high. Yeah. I was just like. Yeah, you gotta if you uh, go in like thinking yeah. like, oh, it's gonna be the best thing ever. You know what it reminds yeah. me of? What a burger reminds me of Sonic, like yeah. the Sonic, mm. the way Sonic makes their burgers. That's how it. What a burger reminds me of. All yeah. right, so, I'm, I'm not, I'm not hating on Sonic burgers. It's not terrible. Like I said, it's but not it's terrible, but it's not, not like something to like drive out of my way. I mean, yeah. you notice there's a line no matter what Dude, time of day. Stupid. There's always a line in and out. Yeah. Oh yeah, but. You go anywhere genius. else, like McDonald's, there's always yeah. Well, yeah. And and look at look at In and Out's prices. Yeah, they've, they're smart. They keep it simple. They've barely changed the pricing yeah. over the past ten years. Barely changed it. Yeah, you can still get out of there with a full meal for like eleven bucks. Yeah, yeah. And you, oh yeah. By the way, going back to your five guys, what was your bill after all that? Twenty five bucks. Twenty five bucks yeah. for a burger, a milkshake, and fries. That's just for a one person meal. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm I'm too poor for that shit. <laughs> no, even mine was like 18.50 uh, and yeah. I had a regular hamburger and fries and a coke. Yeah, I mean everything's gone up but like still. It has. We did get some free peanuts though. Oh, well fuck then. All right. <laughs> we should have <laughs> totally We should have loaded up. Yeah, they're filling your pockets coming over. Hey, I got peanuts for days. <laughs> I do like their peanuts. They're very salty. I like them. All right. Yeah. We were talking about there's a um a video out there where a guy goes to to five guys and he's like yeah you know i'll take a burger and a small fry just a little bit of fries and the guy behind the counter is like did you say a fuckload of fries <laughs> and he's like no no no, a, a small fry a metric fuck ton of fries <laughs> it's so true because they they fill up your cup of like whatever size you order, but then they just pour in a whole double oh, into the bag, into whatever. the bag, and it's everywhere, and you can't even get to your burger because it's like covered in fries. Dumping them. I'm in not there. complaining. No, no. But, but no. I did. I ordered the Cajun fries, and they put that dry seasoning oh, over it. You get different flavors. But fries. dude, a big <laughs> chunk of seasoning. Dude, it was like this, like walnut size uh, of seasoning. Ballo seasoning. Just a ball of dry rub seasoning, dude. And I was like, I can take that home and like make my own second <laughs> yeah, batch. I'm gonna dude. save this and marinate my other shit yeah, with it, dude. Yeah. It was either that or a cockroach that made it into the fryer i don't know oh that might but. be bonus it's like when you order like the fries and like there's like a curly fry that got mixed oh, in and yeah. you're like oh yes or an onion ring <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah come up and right there oh, <laughs> we have a we have an overland podcast where we uh debate say we're getting a little off topic that's okay yeah, well no, that it happened. all started and I, and I love this story because you actually told me at least a portion of the story when you went out to go get the forerunner in oh Texas. yeah, 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 yeah. So you were coming back, it's, and I remember it's all related. It comes back around. No, no, no. Well, yeah, it does. And the thing is, is that you were telling me the story about your journey back, and you gotta, you gotta tell the listeners about how you were driving so wait, home. Wait, what's this forerunner that you picked up out there? Is it like a project one you're gonna build up, or is it running um, runner? So <laughs> that's part of the story. The pause. Oh well. 
Why'd you have to bring this up? Well, no, it reminds Shit. me of my. It reminds me of our mini journey. <coughs> oh, yeah. rad! All right, so that was fun. <laughs> I, I'm not. A, I'm not a smart man. Okay, <laughs> none of us are, brother. I'm. I'm a hardworking man. I'm there not, you go. I'm not a smart man. Um, guy posted online. He was uh, in BFE, Texas, just north of Houston. Posted this third gen forerunner up for a thousand bucks. Ooh, and. Um, I'm like, thousand bucks like, deal. Yeah, that's a. He's point. all about the cheap cars. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. I'm like a thousand bucks, like twenty hour drive. Let's get it. <laughs> so I tell my girlfriend. Now, mind you, she was my very new girlfriend <laughs> at the time. Yeah, bring her in. Like this is what we're in. You're getting into, babe. <laughs> yeah. At least so, you didn't lie about it. Like, yeah, hey, like, yeah. I'm like, no. I buy three hundred dollar Kias <laughs> and one thousand dollar Forerunners. You yeah. are dating a moron. <laughs> Welcome to the shit show. Yeah. So I talked to this guy and I told him, hey, I said, um, you know, I'm interested in it. Um, how much? He didn't post the price. I asked him how much. He said a thousand bucks. I was like, sold. I sell, I'll send no bartering. Yeah. I said, I'll send you half now and I'll give you half when I get there. So, um, which took a lot of, that was also stupid. <laughs> um, I did pay him PayPal. Thank goodness. Um, so you were semi protected. Yeah. Semi. I, I was somewhat smart about it, but yeah. yeah so I send this complete stranger $500 and I, um, I sent a complete stranger $5,000 <laughs> yeah. for a mini Cooper in Seattle. <laughs> But we, um, so I, this was on like a, a Monday or Tuesday and I told him, I said, I can, I'll drop everything. I'll be out there this weekend. So Monday or Tuesday, I'm like telling her, I'm like, Hey, um, you know, this weekend I'm going to Texas and I'm picking up a forerunner. I'd, I'd really like for you to come with. And, uh, she was like, well, what you're picking up a foreigner, like where at in Texas? I'm like, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's not that far. <laughs> Clear on the other side of Texas. A little bit of romantic It's at the drive. bottom, isn't it? Like just outside of Houston, it's down by the Gulf. It's, um, it, ju- it was just north of Houston. So it's, it's not, um, it's further towards, uh, what, what state is next to it? Is it Louisiana? Yeah. To the right of it. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I'm not G see I, yeah, no. I'm not a smart man. Me, not a smart me man. stupid. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't even like I honestly couldn't even tell you the name of the town that he was in because I didn't even look. I just plugged it in the GPS and away we went. <laughs> just showed up. Yeah. So we uh we make this drive and she agrees, by the way. <laughs> she agrees. All Ama- right. Amazing woman. Nice, nice. Keep her. Um so we ended up the first night we stopped in phoenix and um stayed the night at a buddy of mine's house and we hit the road the next day we got all the way to um austin texas i think austin somewhere and um (laughs) we had been driving for 17 hours arrived at the hotel at two or three o'clock in the morning and um we still had i can't remember how many hours left yeah, Texas is a big go. state. <laughs> we we had Texas yeah. hours left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, we we still had some time. I think I think it was like I think we still had like two and a half, three hours left um, to get to the guy's house the next day. And mind you, we were trying to do this and yeah, hot dog in it just, three days. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it, that didn't happen. So um, we get we get to the hotel. We get our sleep. We get up the next day. I get to the guy's house and. I didn't even test drive this thing. 
sight unseen, just that's basically what I did. Yeah, and and I'm we'll test drive it on the way home. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, whatever, you know, I brought my tools with me, like whatever, we'll fix it. And um, we drove it from the guy's house all the to O'Reilly. <laughs> Stopped at O'Reilly, got got <laughs> <First> stop, <laughs> yeah, got fluids for it, checked all the fluids, and uh, made sure everything was topped off. And then we hit the road. We get about a half hour away from the guy's house, and this thing's vibrating like crazy. And I'm going, "What the heck?" I'm thinking, "Man, like these tires must be not balanced, super out of balance, <laughs> you know." But I'm like, and it just kept getting worse. And I'm like, "This is not tires, something." And it would do it when I would get like over 30 miles an hour. It would get worse. So we, <laughs> 30 miles an hour is slow. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Got a long drive ahead of you. <laughs> well, and you should have felt what it was like at 60 because <laughs> I'm not very smart. So we stop at a gas station. And I'm like looking all over this thing and I'm like, what's going on? Because I've had a wheel fall off on the highway before, a, a rear wheel. You're um, dragging your S10. No, that, that was a, that was a, a $300 forerunner. Oh. Um, <laughs> the little sweet buys. Yeah. No, I, I traded, I gave him, I gave the guy 300 bucks and a shotgun for it. <laughs> Damn. You got a deal. That sounds like a Texas deal. It's a Michigan deal. Oh, Michigan, oh, Michigan deal. deal. Yeah. yeah. Even better. Yeah. But so anyways, I get under the thing, I'm looking it over and the U joint was um, starting to mess up and it's like, Oh, the good old T joint, huh? Yeah. It's like three thirty. <laughs> It's like 3.30 p.m. on a Saturday. Oh, okay. Still have time to hit O'Reilly's again. Well, that's the thing is I've never had to replace a U-joint on the side of the road. So I was like, that's it. Trip over. (laughs) We're done. Like, I freaked out. I started posting the thing on... (laughs) On the way? You're sure you're going to sell it? (laughs) That's my favorite part. (laughs) I started started posting the thing, and I I was straight up. Pick it up on the side of the I-5. Yeah, I was like, I was like, if somebody wants it, like... You know, and at this point, I had like two grand invested into gas to get there. <laughs> yeah, just and getting there. How much it was going to be, you know, to get back. And so I started posting this thing up for sale, and I'm calling around to every shop around there, which was not much. This was very, very small town. In fact, the shop that, and I, I'm somebody was looking after me that day because the shop that we ended up finding, um, the guy ended up. He had already left for the day, oh. and luckily his shop phone is his cell phone, and he answered. I I told him exactly what was going on. I said, "Look, you know, we're from um, California. I came out here to buy this truck. Right now, I'm stranded. I don't know what to do. You know, could you please help me out?" And he said, "Yeah, come on by." And it was this like um, short. I think he might have been uh, Korean, short Korean guy, and. Uh, Come to find out, he was actually from um, uh, West Covina. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Just, just that's north. The, I was going to say, that's the only reason why a Texan guy from a small town okay. was like, these Californians out you, here. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason why he was okay with yeah. it. Yeah. And we get to the <laughs> shop, and th- this shop, I feel like, is the epitome of small town Texas, because you've got chickens. <laughs> Run, running around in and out of the shop. That's dinner, baby. Hell yeah, it's awesome. Chicken nuggies. Oh, it was dinner. <laughs> Legit. No, he's sitting there fixing my U joint, and his his other Korean buddy is sitting there prepping this chicken. <laughs> 
right out in front of the shop. <laughs> he literally, like, you know, he was pulling, plucking pulling, feathers, plucking feathers, no and everything. Way. And he cooks this chicken right, right out there, plucking in front fresh of the shop. Food. Fresh barbecue. Deep fry it in some motor oil. You're right. Yeah, man. I mean, it was it was wild, and he got it fixed, and we got back on the road, and. uh did it take care of the vibration? It did. It did. Rad. Yeah, I actually just i I just finally sold that truck. Oh, uh, you did? Yeah, a guy I know actually he picked it up for his uh, his brother in law, and um, you know they're they're gonna fix it up a little bit more than you know than what I had fixed up on it, and uh, I think it'll be, it'll be a good truck for him. It's it's high miles, but yeah, other Toyota. than the U joint, the thing ran great on the yeah. way home. No check yeah. engine light, nothing. It's got three hundred ten thousand miles on it. Oh, oh jeez. Yeah. yeah, it's Toyota reliability right there, man. Oh, yeah, the thing's a trooper. But yeah, so I'm not going to Texas anytime soon. <laughs> well, didn't you just got back from there again though? No, didn't uh-uh. you go with? Oh no, that was New Mexico. You went and picked up that rock crawl. Oh yeah, yeah, with Jason. Yeah, yeah, we picked up his FJ40 and just south of Albuquerque. And That's I'm not right. going back to Albuquerque ever again. Either. <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing list. I'm throwing shade on a lot of <laughs> a lot of towns in in this country. Albuquerque is very beautiful. Don't get oh, me yeah. wrong. Um, the uh, my neighbors from Albuquerque. The inhabitants. In Albuquerque, <laughs> scare the living hell out of me. It's like the hills have eyes. <laughs> yeah. No, I I thought the I thought the the drug problem was bad around where my shop is at. Go go to Albuquerque. Not yeah. a lot to do out in Albuquerque. Yeah, here. I have heard that. that. Scary. But New Mexico is a beautiful state. Oh, New Mexico is gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the hard part. Is it's not most of these states are are incredible, and a lot of times it's just cruddy human beings that make <laughs> that it really suck. Yeah. The case. yeah, hell, look at California. California is one of those oh, most, the most beautiful states out there. Oh my God, it's incredible here. And Half the people suck. <laughs> when when I told people I was moving here, <sighs> I got so much flack for it. They're like, why would you ever go to California? Just like that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just, exactly. just like that. And I'm like, Ting! I'm like, have, one, have you ever been there? And for two, like, it, it's gorgeous here. Like, you know. But then like people like me and Ben, like, we can't wait to get out of California. <laughs> Well, I grew up in Arizona, but you were telling me on the ride over here that it was like what negative thirty after wind chill or something like well, that, and oh, two, or no, no, this weekend they're supposed to get like two or three feet of snow. Yeah, no, they're supposed oh, to be Michigan? getting a massive snowstorm. Oh yeah, yeah. The last winter I was there, the, they get real winters. The lowest, <laughs> the lowest temp that I paid attention to, at least that I saw, was negative thirty with negative fifty wind chill. <sighs> yeah, no thanks. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, I will. I will live here and deal with whatever Ooh. stupid law they want to pass if I can avoid that crap. <laughs> yeah. Th- no, this, thank you. This weekend's going to be rough. It's got like, we got like a high of 79 this weekend. Oh, Dude, it's actually on Christmas, that's so Christmas Day. That's so chilling. That's so cool. Christmas Day. <laughs> I'm wearing a t shirt and flip flops on Christmas Day. I know, right? Oh, it's so hot. Uh, yeah. It's it always so. hot on Christmas would, week, though. Yeah, it always yeah. is. Yeah. I, would, See, I would like a, a seasons. No, <laughs> it would be nice. No, you wouldn't. No. Yeah. You want snow. On Christmas Day, and then it can piss off. Yeah, yeah. The rest of the year, like no Christmas Day snow is sweet, and you know when it never snows in the Christmas Midwest. Day. Christmas Day, I can probably count how many times it snowed on Christmas Day when I lived there on one hand because it it hardly ever snowed on Christmas Day, or it, it would snow and then be all just like slush, slushy, yeah, and 
black and, and yeah, it's all dirty mud. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all gross, brown, gross and, yeah. looking. It's not like the movies. Oh yeah, no, it's not. I mean, just frosted trees and yeah. Yeah. icicles. Yes. Every, every once in a while, you <laughs> every get, Hallmark yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every once in a while, you'd get like a a really beautiful, you know, it's snow and there wouldn't be much wind. And you'd have these big flakes coming down. And it's, don't get me wrong. It's, it's rad, yeah. It's gorgeous. And honestly, a lot of times I could go out in a t-shirt. Yeah. And it's snowing and I'm out in... in yeah, you're acclimated to it. So yeah. yeah. You can go out in a t-shirt, but that wind starts picking up. Game over. Forget yeah. it. And then like when you yeah. live there is a different story too. Because it's like, fuck, I got to shovel my fucking driveway or yeah. sidewalk. Dust off your, yeah. your car windshield. Scrape my windshield. Do all that. It's just yeah. the work. Get yeah. the rusty quarter panel fixed on your car. Because <laughs> yeah. the, they salt the roads, all your yeah. shit rusts yeah. out. Yeah. That's why I learned how to weld and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you had to yeah. fix all those rust issues. <laughs> I did I did body work um, for two years. Collision, collision repair and rust repair when I was in Michigan. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, no, I... Definitely glad I'm I'm doing what I'm doing now. <laughs> Happy to be in California. <laughs> oh god, yeah. I get customers with rusty vehicles in every once in a while, and if it's too bad, I yeah. Um, no, I already I did my time. <laughs> I, I'm not. I didn't move here to to deal with rusty vehicles. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, they just they suck, man. Every fastener you got to you you don't unbolt it. You melt it off. <laughs> you just yeah. gotta cook it off, yeah. Yeah, just, that's a big thing with like Land Rovers. So many of them, when you're trying to buy an old Land Rover off somebody, they're like so many of them rusted out, just yeah. shit boxes, just fucked. Yeah, yeah. My third <clears throat> gen Forerunner that I had was a '96 Limited with the factory rear locker, super nice. Um, but then you start looking underneath it, and it had a lot of rust, a lot and of a lot of the welds, a lot of the. Um, I even had uh, on the A pillar rust right around the windshield, like around that mm. area. And once that starts going, dude, no, yeah, it's it's just a an ongoing that problem. That so yeah. I ended up selling it, and you know, got my money back out of it. It was a nice truck, though. Like, yeah, motor ran strong. It was smooth. Like, I would have kept it if it didn't have the rust. They call it cancer for a reason. It just keeps spreading. Yeah, you cut it out, but yeah, yeah, no, you don't get all of it. You're fucked. Yeah, it's tough, man. And that I think honestly, that was weather weather aside. I think that was one of the biggest drawbacks because i'm i'm such a a vehicle influenced person yeah that it sucks to have to only get to drive your nice vehicles mm. three or four months out of the year and the rest of the year you gotta put them in you know well, storage I, I exaggerate but you know you get rainy days and stuff so you know you're well, you're very limited once on, why you get a forerunner uh, on 37s you can drive it anytime you want yeah, until it rusts. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I had a my first rock crawler was a '91 Toyota pickup, and it was straight axle swapped and stuff. And and uh, I drove it one winter. The truck was rust free. I drove it one winter, no. one one winter, and it had just enough rust throughout the years inside the rockers that that one winter had holes in my rockers. Really, that quick? That quick? One winter. Wow. Dang. And and my tailgate. I could I could stick a screwdriver <clears throat> through my tailgate without, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, and and it was just like God, I can't have anything nice here. <laughs> I, you know, it's Detroit, <laughs> dude. It's like or not Detroit, it's Michigan. Yeah, yeah. So and and that's what was kind of nice about having that Kia is because <laughs> it was a fun car that I didn't give a crap about. It yeah. already had rust on it, so I didn't really care. I could just beat it up, and 
it was still like enjoyable. But to have anything like actually nice out there, it's tough. Yeah, it'd be hard. about it. Yeah, out here you can drive your nice vehicle year round, and when you want to see the snow, you can go see the yeah, snow. Yeah, go out and visit it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come back. Exactly. Yeah, I saw I saw a video the other day because it, we just got a big snowstorm mm-hmm. too about a week and a half ago. Yeah, and uh, it says when it starts snowing near L.A. and it was this Porsche Panamera that was like going. Ring! And just spinning his tires in the snow, just like trying to make it up this little hill, and he's sliding backwards. <laughs> Going nowhere, yeah, yeah. Because nobody knows how to drive in the rain yeah. or snow out here. Yeah, we got a we got a good amount. Of, well, for California, we had a good amount of snow in the last weekend or so. Yeah, but it's all gonna yeah. melt. Cause yeah. It's so warm outside. Like I'm, I'm going on a run this weekend. And oh yeah, you guys are gonna try and go on, on uh, this this weekend. I was uh, I was actually <laughs> invited to that. Yeah. Um, oh. I'm still two wheel drive in that truck. Oh, you can you, you can, can make make it. that road. Eric made it in his two-wheel drive for He's well, got a third-gen foreigner. I made, made it in two-wheel drive. I made... I mean, I have been on that trail once before, but there was zero snow. Yeah, I was going to say, no snow and ice, though. Yeah. When Eric did it with dry. So, I, and I and I have a locker in the rear, too, which, <clears throat> um, despite probably popular belief, does not... It's a full-time locker, so it does not do well in the snow. Uh, it's, it's like having... like a spool in there. Yeah, it's like having a spool on the snow. So anytime you you hit the gas or turn at all or anything it's it's spinning yeah yeah you know you're 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 drifting now and uh yeah no jason invited me to that run and and under normal circumstances i definitely would but i invited you too you did you did (laughs) when we were out at fish creek yeah Yeah. no i just i i think it for the sake of everyone else having Uh a good time I don't think it would be wise for me to their, go up there. Good chance to use our winches. <laughs> everyone else is Jason we, at this point. We, yeah. <laughs> you and Jason. Is Adam going to go with you? I don't know. He never hit me back. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I, Jason had told me that um, there was supposed to be a few people going up. It's just yeah, I think my guys. buddy Eric's going to go too. He's got that super wilderness. Oh, that's right. Um, oh, okay. So he'll, he'll be going. He's got all wheel drive. I can't go. I got family stuff uh, in the afternoon and... <laughs> yeah, no, my, my luck on these trails, I won't make it back in time well, for a family. St- it's always when you have stuff to do. Yeah, at, I'm you like, know. oh, it'll only be like a three hour tour. We can make it back. <laughs> Twelve hours later, we're getting towed home. You we're know? on an island yeah. with Gilligan. Yeah, <laughs> you know, seriously, like he. That's what happened on that that same trail we're gonna go on. Yep. His Land Rover is. It was your alternator, I think. Yeah, the alternator. Yeah, the out. alternator just oh, died, man. so it just sucked his battery dry, and we ended up getting stranded out there, and you know. Long story short, we made it home on a tow truck. Yeah. He he did. So, um, yeah. But anyways, you're always welcome to ride along, too, because I don't think anybody's riding with me. So I think it's up I, might, to you. Uh, I might stay at home and, and stay relax. warm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my girlfriend's, my girlfriend's supposed to be going out with a friend of hers, so I may take the opportunity. I'll get the night off. <laughs> lay in bed naked and drink whiskey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Maybe ne- Netflix and chill, yeah? Maybe I'll hook up my PlayStation <laughs> and kill some hookers on Grand Theft Auto. There you go. Get some video games in. <laughs> yeah. No, I need. I, th- I just I think I need some meantime. Need some meantime. Yeah. yeah. No, that I'll sounds do. good, dude. You know, we were talking about, um, which I don't even know if I can make that song while I'm bringing it up. We were talking about uh, possibly hitting Mojave in January. Oh, we were just talking about that. There, We have our yeah. little group thread going around. We're trying to figure out dates yeah. and all that. We were supposed to go, not this past weekend, but... Well, the weekend that um, that I went out with with Ben and Jason to Fish Creek, that was the plan. We were supposed to go to Mojave Trail up to through Vegas, 
over to Hoover Dam and then to the Grand Canyon, and then we were going to hit a hot springs. Um, Don't bring any firearms. No. <laughs> no seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried to go to Hoover Dam with a firearm and got kicked he, out. He told me about yeah, that. Yeah. So yeah. Just don't, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I would have just left him at home, but um, I mean, I don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> Training uh, for a forerunner. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You get a discount for it. Yeah. But um, yeah, we were supposed to go to that and um, it just didn't work out. So we mm. ended up going to Fish Creek. But, you know, we were talking about it and he's like, dude, we should go in January. And I'd, I'd really love to do that. I've always, yeah. wanted, I've always wanted to hit Mojave Trail. Is that what we're, we're thinking of? I know we, we keep going back and forth well, on dates and places. We can, we can talk about this later. But yeah, yeah. my biggest problem with January is it's like our busy season at work. Mm, and so we can't oh, yeah. really take time off. So like February is still busy, but less busy. So I'm thinking like early February, but then it's King of the Hammers at that point. I was oh, I was actually just right. going to ask, are are you guys going to King of Hammers? I don't know. I'm on the fence. On the fence. On the no. Get in the fence. That's where (laughs) that's where the party's at. I I honestly think I will. I honestly think I will. At least go for Friday and Saturday. Yeah, go for the day. Yeah, Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I mean, if you get that trailer going, (laughs) dude. You know, it's it's so bad because I, I I, like I just want everybody to get out and and get to experience experience at once. Yeah, yeah. And I've got this little twenty. I say little. It's a twenty six foot pole behind. RV trailer and it'll sleep when it's done. It'll sleep, uh, one, two, three, four, five people. I've probably invited 15. <laughs> well, you know, half, first of, those come, first are yeah, half of those people aren't yeah, going to go. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just like, man, I don't want people to be in tents at, out at King of Hammers because it's so freaking cold. I don't care if they have to throw their sleeping bag down on the floor and too sleep bad. that way. Oh, I've done it many, many times on in a time. I would just take my shift pod. Yeah, shift pod, pod stays yeah. pretty warm. Yeah, Olaf, we already did that whole shift pod fucking village out there with like twenty shift pods. He's doing it again. He just, he? he just yeah, he just okay. posted about wow. it today. Oh, rad! I did King of Hammers once in a tent, but it was it was my like summer, you know, easy pop up like Walmart. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A little <laughs> thin line, yeah. On an air mattress. Hey, I was. Reason. It was terrible. It was it was absolutely dr- the second night I slept in the truck. I think the one time we went out, we literally slept in the bed of the truck. We had an air mattress in the bed of our truck. Oh my god! And that was that was our. And I think we may have thrown like an easy up above us just so we had like a roof. But otherwise, that's all we did. Man, the, I, I was young though. I was in my twenties, and I could fucking handle that kind of shit. Nowadays, that ain't fucking happening so I'll, much. I'll have my shift pod. I'll have a zero degree bag. I'll have a wool blanket on top. I got Mister Buddy heater to preheat yeah, everything. We slept no, in the cold. I'll be fine. Well, I'll have a. I'll be hopefully as long as it's finished in time because we're we're doing a whole renovation on it. Um, if it's finished in time, I'll be staying in the. I just bought a generator for it too. Yeah, I'm really tell me about, that, about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm excited because quite honestly, that's King of Hammers is the only time I'm ever going to use that that stupid RV. Oh yeah, you know I I don't when I go camping I'm you get the you know, rooftop tent and you know, yeah keep like, it light we go out to explore we don't we don't and to me you base camp it and yeah to me the rooftop tent is is glamping enough right the RV is like straight up like no I'm not going to it an doesn't RV count park. as camping yeah <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> And my mom, you know, she she has a, a motorhome RV, and she loves going out to campgrounds and and yeah, you know, which is rad up and everything. Yeah, I think it's the most boring. <laughs> like, <coughs> well, I mean, it gets welcome, people out so welcome they can do to stuff, the but... trailer park. 
Yeah. You know, and, and most people are there because they live there. Yeah. You know, which, hey. It's a way of life. I, that's why I got my RV. I was going to be one of them. Yeah. But it's not something I'm going to do on my free time unless I'm, like, passing through, you know. Yeah, there's, like, there's people who, like, will just little, you know, retired and they're just traveling the country and they'll just stop in at all the RV parks and stuff yeah. like that. You know, there's Which like a fine, there's like, yeah, some YouTube channel I follow and that's all, keep your daydreams or something like that. Yeah. And that's all they do. And it seems rad. Oh, I mean, she'll go 20 miles down the road and stay in an RV park. And I'm like, I don't understand. Oh, yeah, this. I, wouldn't, I don't know about just, that. Just camp, just camp out in your yard. Yeah, yeah you're <laughs> right there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah so. King of Hammers is probably the only time that I'll ever use this RV, and I may end up selling it after. I don't know. I'd love to keep it, but yeah, try it out. I just I don't uh, foresee it being a yeah. To to have something that I only project using once a year just doesn't make much sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I mean, I want to go to King of the Hammers, but I mean, if somebody. Wants to do Mojave around the similar time. I may choose one over the other because I only have so much time. But Mojave, we usually leave on like a Thursday night after work. Yeah. And we go out. Yeah, stretch the weekend point. out. Yeah, and then just take off Friday. And we'll be home by Sunday evening. Well, I'm, so. I'm getting the uh, my camper earlier than predicted. And I get, I'm get i supposed to have it installed on the 26th of January. How's that thing going to do on washboards, though? Because that's all Mojave is, dude. Fucking bomb, dude. So the other thing I heard about Mojave is... suspension for that shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <clears throat> and you got 37s with air downs. So, yeah, I'll be fucking yeah. floating. But uh, the one thing I did hear about Mojave is it's like this past season, it got a lot of rain in the summer from the, the monsoons. Yeah. And some oh, of the roads that. have been like washed out and stuff. It always happens, though. Every yeah. year it gets washed out and shit changes. Yeah. I'm just wondering if it's gonna like going to be more... Because I heard certain areas were closed down. Or certain crossings were closed or something like that. So oh, maybe it was just during that just time during period. Probably it's dried but, out by now, yeah. Yeah, but you got to fill in those holes and stuff. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see. Did you see um, it was eastbound on the 10 freeway, mm-hmm. how it, it completely wiped out an entire section of road? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or on on the 10. Yeah, yeah. the highway, yeah, got so washed out. when that happened, it was, I can't remember if it was a day or two days after we had just driven that section of road coming back from Texas. <laughs> oh, you just missed it. We just missed it. Ooh, Imagine that, that being a part of your journey. <clears throat> yeah, oh coming my, up on yeah. that. Fucked. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, and the, the Camry isn't going to go around that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hope now the forerunner maybe yeah yeah there was even uh there was a, a big wreck when we were on our way to phoenix for the first leg of the journey there was a huge semi wreck i mean it was it was graphic i won't talk about it on on your guys' podcast but we were backed up for i think we sat in traffic not moving hardly at all for like two and a half hours Dang. On our way out there. And it was a nasty wreck, man. And just the, that rain, man. People start sliding around and... and Forget I'm, how to drive, basically. Yeah, I'm yeah. the guy that speeds up because I'm used to it snowing. So, it, you know... Yeah, people out here don't know how to drive in weather. No, and it's <clears throat> it's unfortunate. You know, and even in Michigan, you know, people make fun of California people and, and not being able to drive in the rain or the snow. But, boy, that first snow of the season every year... <laughs> Brings them out. <laughs> even in like even in the Midwest, you know, where 
This happens every year. What, you should have a clue by now. <laughs> nope, nope. You find out who moved there uh, the previous year. Yeah. <laughs> After the snow came. I just, oh, they just moved here. <laughs> I just saw this realer story. Some lady was like talking about people and like, I think it was like she was in Michigan or something like that. And she's like, you always see these people posting up. Oh, what are the roads like? And she's like, Karen, you've been here for 40 years. If you got to ask what the roads are like, you shouldn't be driving on them yeah. because you should know how to drive on no matter what, you know? Yeah. But, no. Yeah. <clears throat> Apparently. Oh, yeah. No, I, I had a second job delivering pizzas at one point. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Pizza Hut. And I uh, delivered pizza for like 10 years. Oh, dude. <laughs> I love that job. You're, what a great gig. Dude. Pizza delivery drivers are the fucking best. You can drive in any because you got to oh, make yeah. the fucking. I knew every shortcut. I was haul uh-huh. the fucking ass. Well, you, when dude. you did it, they didn't even have GPS. Oh no, I had a Thomas Brothers map, dude. That was <laughs> I, and I fucking just I could get wow. there and fucking quick, dude. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah, I'll take ten deliveries. Let's go, stack them up. Let's fucking roll. And I'd hit all of them on time, dude. I'd have my route down. Oh yeah, I'd make it so like it was all right hand turns, so I wouldn't have to wait for lights. I'd map it out, and, you know. I'm like, I'm gonna go down this street. I can make a right on that street because I won't have to make it wait for the light going left. And yeah, oh yeah, strategy. I oh used, yeah, I used to love that, man. And just a grad job as a kid. I, you know, when I was uh, delivering pizza, I had uh, ninety, was it ninety seven or ninety eight Forerunner um, for a little bit, and it it was you know four wheel drive, snow tires. Mm-hmm. So that thing did great. And then I had the Kia. So that thing on snow tires did great. Here's this hillbilly in a lifted <laughs> Kia with oversized pizza. snow tires Hell delivering yeah. your pizza. But I was the fastest delivery driver there because yeah. I, was, I was the only one with anything <laughs> capable of, you know, getting through like large embankments. If somebody didn't have their their uh, driveway plowed or something, I, I was plowing Still showing it. up. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't going to walk through that to get what? to your door. No, no I'm going to plow right through it. And it was, man, it was great. It was That's great. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> this Kia Spectra all rusted out, rolling up, bam! The snow wall, just to get yeah. the front door. Oh, it was great, man. Man, that's awesome. Fun. Well, now you have a rooftop tent, not a rusted out Kia Spectra lifted. I know. I'll tell you what, that thing... I, I, Who makes it? Um, The one we just got is uh, CVT. Okay. Oh, okay. It's, it's a, a C- wedge style? Uh, it no, actually... It's a foldover. No, it, it goes Glamfill. straight up. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that's Oh, right. you got a new one. Okay, I think I looked on your Instagram and you had one that kind of folded out to the side. Yeah, that, that was the one that we just replaced. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, We wanted a hard shell um, mm. so that we could put like our traction boards and um, I've got the, uh, the gas cans up there, the rotopacks up yeah. there. And I'm, I'm probably going to only run one rotopacks and then put like a, a little box for like shovel and kind of like what, what you have. Yeah. Yeah. Like a storage bin up there. Yeah. yeah. Just a little storage bin for stuff that we don't want inside, but we wanted the hard shell and we realized that the, the tent we had, it's just two of us and a, a little border collie dog. The tent we had, we didn't need that much space. Yeah, it was nice, but overkill. You, you yeah, it, it was way overkill. And to be able to stack things on top, it just 
Didn't it have like two ladders or something? Yeah. That's fucking huge. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You had two ladders? Two ladders. Dude. His and hers? And I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, really. I'll tell you what though. At first I thought it was the silliest thing until I started using it. I was like, those two ladders are sick. Really? Really? Like, <laughs> oh, it's great. I can't imagine. Like, what do you use it's it for? Great. I would love to get a second ladder for the CVT to put on the other side. Oh. Oh, it'd be great. Oh, okay. That would so make sense, yeah. Either, either side. Well, no, that one had it on both sides, right? Well, the... Or you could option it out wherever you want to put the ladders. It had it on the same on the same side. They were side by side together, the old yeah. one. But, and at first I thought, oh, that's silly. But man, did it, it was nice. Because when I was putting up the the awning that it had something to climb up yeah i could i could skip from ladder to ladder and access everything perfectly it was that makes sense yeah it was great and i like then, the idea of a one on either side that way you don't have to crawl over somebody to get out in the middle of the night yeah. you know you well, have your own exit i really don't have that yeah. problem but. Well, yeah. cvt if you're listening please send me another ladder <laughs> <laughs> right that'd be yeah. awesome if they actually listen to our podcast i, yeah, that, right. that, I don't yeah. think that's happening that but, would yeah. be killer no i think i probably will get a second ladder because after having that experience with having one it, man it was great it was great the old tent the old tent was great it was just uh you know we just our needs evolved and um you know so we had to had to try out something different and they were having you know this uh super spectacular blowout sale yeah yeah and it was like okay yeah we're we're gonna dive right in and uh and try this out and so far we love it nice yeah we absolutely love it and Jason always gives me shit because I've got my my rooftop tent and um, I always like to joke around when we wake up in the morning I'll I'll unzip my my little tent zipper and poke my head out and yell out good good morning peasants yeah <laughs> nice because they refuse to you know which they've got a bigger family so I get that but they you know they're all about their ground tent and they give me shit for the, the <laughs> they love tent. that ground tent man they absolutely love it but I mean it's nice I think it's nice yeah no it's it's very nice but um it takes me 15 minutes to completely tear down camp it takes them an hour and a half so no 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 boo boo yeah but they have <laughs> stick your head and do do Kristen's probably listening but they, they yeah. got two kids they got a oh, yeah. Doberman and yeah. oh yeah they got uh, a bigger setup I think I talked about their setup last week when yeah. we were talking about yeah. our, our little camping trip because it was pretty impressive I like oh, it, it looked yeah. nice their tent is I actually I came very close to to purchasing the and I shame on me for not remembering the brand of it but. Um, their tent is freaking awesome. It's, it's a stays, thick canvas. It's mm. super thick canvas. It stays nice and warm. It's made in, I believe, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's all like handmade. You know, it's it's like a, a local U.S. made company. So something like that would be dope if you're like base camping. Yeah. If you're going to be Plus in a spot. Do. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're going to stop and, <clears throat> and we're going to hang out here. Like you said, like I think you did mention that like, they stop, set up base camp, and then they go mob out on their, their trucks. Yeah. Whereas... You got to break down your camp before you mob out. Yeah, and which most, doesn't take a long time, like you said, fifteen minutes. But still, yeah. Yeah, and most times, um, you know, I'll, I'll still leave like the our table set up and yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Out. Basics, yeah, yeah. I'll leave like that stuff, and you know, we'll just close up the tent. And that was another reason the new tent goes; it closes up a lot faster. We can keep the sleeping bag inside it because it, it still closes up. So we don't have a sleeping bag rolling around in the back. Yeah, that's nice. And uh, it, it closes down so quick, and you know, fifteen minutes, and we're we're back on the road again. And it's like, man, this is all right. This is awesome. 
And it's just, it's nice and quick. And, and I like that because if, if you're going to have a tent that's connected to your vehicle, you want to make sure it's quick. Yeah. Cause even with, you know, even if you're traveling, um, every day, you know, doing like the, the overland thing, mm-hmm. you know, camp here one night and keep driving, move on to the next. Yeah. yeah. Move on to the next. You don't want to be taking, you know, a whole lot of time because cause then all you're going to remember from your trip is setting up tent <laughs> or setting up camp and taking down camp. Right. Setting up tent or, you know, setting up your camp, taking down your camp. Well, I like, mean, that's yeah, like, Mojave Trail. Like like every single yeah. day. Yeah, you're, you're constantly setting moving. up, tearing it down. Yeah. Set it up, tear it down. Well, yeah, you well, want to be quick. That's like like, like mine. Like you, we have like you can zip on the, the exterior awning room and all that kind of stuff. And it's like I've, I'll never use any of that stuff just because you know, it takes time to set it up and all that kind of stuff. And I just don't, I would rather be more mobile. I want to keep going. We were talking about that, um, at Fish Creek about Mm -hmm. the, the annex room Mm -hmm. and it's like, it's really cool. Don't get me wrong, but I don't, I don't have the time for that. (laughs) It's just, it's a certain style. Like I know like some, I know a lot of people who like, you know, they'll go some spot because this is my fishing spot or something like that. And they just want to set up here and just, they don't want to be mobile, like which makes sense. Gas sucks right now, so maybe let's get yeah. to one spot, camp with the kids along the river, and they can play. And like we stayed in that one spot in the Grand Canyon, we stayed there for like two days. Yeah, you know, it nights. would have worked great for that spot. You know what I mean? But no, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, I like you know just to use their own. Obviously, I mean, some people want to just post up and just you know do yeah. the whole thing and be well, about it. But I've I've had a lot of customers um, ask me, you know, when the especially when a lot of people that were getting into camping that had never camped before and, and they're looking at, you know, my setup and what I do and everything. And they're, they're asking me like, what do you recommend I get? And a lot of these guys are going out and buying like thousands of dollars, all the stuff, yeah, yeah, thousands of dollars worth of stuff. And, and I told my greatest advice is go out, rough it. Yeah. And, see what fits you better and chances are you're going to buy things two or three times over Mm. because your needs are going to change or you're going to get something like i did with my tent you know you're going to get it and it's going to be great but then you're going to realize you know what i think i I think i I want something a little bit different yeah that's going to work better for me and because everybody's camping setup is going to be it's my camping setup's not going to be the same as anybody else's because that's what works for me yeah, you can't just go off of like somebody else's opinion or what you see on YouTube or Instagram or something like that. You got like you yeah. said, you got to go out and try it. Like I know, like myself and Ben, we we've changed our setups multiple times just because oh, yeah. like you outgrow things or you realize, eh, I like this, but or I wish I had this now because you know this sucked using this or whatever it may be. Or you bring bring a bunch of crap that you realize oh, yeah. that. I've never used this the entire time. So much shit in yeah. my garage that I've used once or never even used and I own for whatever purpose, you know? Yeah, because it was cool and you thought, oh, yeah. man, like that'll be really cool to have. And then you get out there and you're like, this is unnecessary. Like my king disc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your king disc? What's oh, like a, ma- a giant scottle. A scottle, but like five times as big. He's like, I'll just get the biggest one I can get. I can feed everybody. He's like, no, we... You did. I did. I, we used it that one time. It was great. It was great. That's some and, stupid shit I would do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. You know what actually it's good for? And it, it actually matches the Mini Cooper oh. color-wise. It's almost as big as a Mini Cooper. It is. <laughs> and I can strap it to the roof 
and bring it to my car meetups and cook for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be, be able to go on the trail. Oh, there you <laughs> go. And yeah. if it breaks down, I can hit it with the king disc. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. No, I mean, your gear evolution changes with your needs, like yeah. you said, and all of a sudden you start bringing a kid and then it completely changes or, you know. Yeah, I would love to like dog go back. or if know. I went back and looked because I remember when I first got into you know, the overlanding trend and all that stuff like that. Like I was like you know watching all the videos. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. And I I yeah, you know, I'd be at work, bored, so I'd be like writing down notes and stuff oh, like that. Same. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay, oh okay, I'm gonna write that down, write that down. And I had this huge page of like shit I need. And I okay, I'm gonna get the lights and this and that and cross it off as they go. And like. If I looked at that now, I'd probably have Laugh. maybe... I'd be, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, like, half the shit, you're like, I would never use Yeah, that. like, what is that, dude? Why would I even... Like, maybe have, like, one of those things still on my truck, you know? Well, a lot of it's, you know, guys are, are promoting products because they're, you know, they're, they're influencers. Yeah, the influencers like, are paid or given these products, so they yeah, exactly. they push them, you know? And that's, that's one thing that... Um, one thing that I can confidently say, and I I know Jason at Opt Off Road can say the same mm-hmm. thing. The the products that we believe in, we paid we paid for. Them. Oh yeah, yeah. We've tested them. We've used like that's like one of our things too. Like we recommend a lot of stuff on the podcast. Pop up fire pit being our dude, number we love one. Love that thing, dude. <laughs> and yeah. you used it. Yeah, that thing's awesome. Isn't yeah. it though, dude? It was like 25 percent off. Mm-hmm. Like. God. That yeah, is, that thing is. Use our discount code sweet. if you want one. Yeah, yeah. And like, that thing but that's is the thing. Sweet. Like, if we use it and we love it, yeah, we'll talk it up. Yeah, we're not talking up because somebody like gave it to us as a hey, here, have this, and like mm-hmm. tell everybody it's great. Well, I'm not gonna do that unless it is actually fucking cool or I, you know, useful. You know, yeah. so it, it, a lot like the 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 miles start <coughs> tire guys. Oh right? yeah, that was funny. So you had a ton of influence. Everybody, miles start, these are the oh, greatest yeah. tires the best tire ever. ever had. And then all of a sudden their contract comes up. And then they're just like, oh, that was dog shit. I'm so glad I'm going back to BFGs or, or you know, yeah, Falcon, Falcon tires or whatever, or whatever it may be. Yeah, it's so funny. I remember because I was looking into those tires um, back when I had my second gen. And I was I was looking to move up from the 35s into like a 37 or 38. And I'm like, man, like, you know, these Milestars, they're for a 38. It's pretty cheap. They're, pretty, they're fucking cheap. I did the same. Yeah. I bought upset. And I was like, man, like this... That, that's really cool. And I watched the the YouTube videos and, you know, people were like, oh, you know, this tire is great. It hooks up well. Here it is compared to this vehicle with this tire. And I'm like, okay. like mm-hmm. you know. And they're like, yeah, we've had it on here for this many miles and it yeah. still looks great, blah, blah, blah. And then I actually saw a couple of my buddies that had them. And the things were bald within a few months. And I'm mm-hmm. like, uh-huh. Okay, so that's... That's why they're cheap. That's why they're cheap. That's why they hook up. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, right. they're, they're soft. Great for crawling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I don't know. I'm I'm still like people forget that you know they think oh like you're you know you're self employed you're a business owner like you must be rolling in it. <laughs> Opposite. People, yeah, no. Pe- <laughs> people forget like hey dude like I understand having a budget because I'm the same way and you know I'm I'm also a broke boy just like you mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I can't afford like all the the fancy name brand crap. Half the stuff that I've done to my truck, I've either built myself or made like a deal with someone. Yeah, like a trade. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I just got. Um, I actually just yesterday. I'm really excited about this. <laughs> I just got uh, bead locks. Oh, oh, you did. I'm doing um, some 
work for a customer doing like long travel and uh, he's going to be getting one of our three link kits and a, and a bunch of other stuff and um, to put towards the labor of doing the work on his truck he had a, uh, there it's only three so I still have to buy two more um, but he had three uh, black rhino bead locks oh nice nice and it was it was the offset I wanted the size I wanted everything and I was like yeah yeah, we'll do that. And he's like, well, I'll, I'll drop them off now just so you can, you know, basically he wanted them out of his garage. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, right. but I, at least I get to look at them now. But <laughs> Motivation. I'm, yeah, I'm really excited. Room in your garage, yeah. Yeah, that's been a, like a big dream of mine is to have like a really nice beadlock wheel. And uh, hmm. I just haven't had the, I can't say that I haven't had the money for it. Um, I just haven't prioritized it enough. But it's always been one of those things where it's like it's just so expensive. Yeah, I've gone back and forth on the beadlock. I've had I had beadlocks once on one of my vehicles. I had these uh, MRTs, Mar- Marsh Racing, Marsh Racing Technology, and they're like oh, carbon yeah. fiber, graphite fucking beadlocks. These prototype ones, they're fucking rad, but they're stupid expensive. Yeah, you know, I think they're like five hundred bucks a wheel or something ridiculous. And then, mm-hmm. but I don't know if. I go back and forth as far as like on road versus off road, you know, I don't know if they're the best for like on road driving and stuff like that. They're not not DOT approved. Yeah. 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 Obviously. (laughs) Technically. Yeah. yeah. And you know, but you're only using it for rock crawling. Yeah. yeah. Off road use only. Every product on my vehicle is for (laughs) off road use only. Exactly. As far as the government knows. Every product I sell is for off road use only. Well, I don't even drive my vehicle in California, technically. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Technically, they're they're only for for off road use only, but. yeah, I've already had the the tires or the wheels and tires set up that I have on the truck now. I've already had one, my driver's front, de-beaded. Hmm. Um, that's what happens when you hit a dirt mound at about 40 miles an hour <laughs> out in Calico. And um, yeah, we were, I was going down this trail beside the road. And oh, it, yeah. It like necked down into a ditch really quick. <laughs> I was doing about 60. And I was like, oh, this is getting really skinny and I'm really wide. So I'm going to slow it down. Just as I was like, oh, I'm going to slow it down. And I got down to about 40. It hit like a crevice oh. in, in the side of the ditch, the rainwater. Yeah, yeah, out. wash out. Yeah. And it just, boom. And it, it lifted the front end of the truck up. And I just pinballed in, further <laughs> into and this forth, ditch yeah. and got stuck. <laughs> and uh, I, I look down or I look out the window and the ground is right next to me outside of the window and here's my tire all blown off the rim and uh at that point i was like all right i i'm gonna get some bead locks i don't want to do this again because i get stupid yeah see i don't go <laughs> that i don't really go fast though i shouldn't yeah my my expertise i'm, I'm i would like to think i'm pretty darn good at rock crawling because that's what i'm into and that's mm-hmm. what i've been doing a long time yeah, which the bead locks would be great for yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm trying to to do the desert thing more but the more i do it the more i realize i'm not that great of a driver at high speeds <laughs> i like it slow your right? skill is not there your yeah, yeah is, reaction times doesn't keep up with your uh, yeah. yeah i'm i'm like a uh old southern farmer when it comes to driving it's just like nice slow and steady mm-hmm. you know methodical 
And when I have to think fast, it's not not good. It's not not good. a smart man. No, hardworking <laughs> man. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. Oh man. That's yeah. why I drive to Texas for thousand dollar shit box. <laughs> Spend two thousand dollars in gas to get a thousand dollar shit box. Absolutely. You know how much I had invested in that truck by the time it was all said and done? Probably like six. Oh no, God no! That's crazy. No, I just <laughs> I just sold it for three grand. Um, I lost three hundred bucks on it. Ah, <laughs> uh, so you had like thirty three hundred bucks in it. Yeah, yeah I had, through the trip and f- fixing it up a little bit, I had thirty three hundred dollars into it. And God, it sucks to come out below what you have in this. But you have a that's you a, had a every, story every to tell car on the you get. You're never gonna sell yeah. a car. Every time you fix up a car, you're never gonna get your money back. <laughs> if you automatically yeah. know that. I didn't I didn't fix it up <laughs> that much. Doesn't even matter, dude. <laughs> I, I had three grand into it before fixing it up. I don't know anybody from the ever made money off of a car <laughs> deal. Oh I've I've made yeah. money off cars, but well um, to to like you know fix them up and make them nice oh, and, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. get money yeah, you, you have to get it for the because I I used to do that when I first moved. Oh yeah, flipping cars. Yeah. yeah, but before flipping cars was such a nightmare that it is now. I mean, I I literally survived off of flipping cars. Oh, I did too for for yeah. a couple of years. And when I first moved out to Michigan, I mean, that, times were tough, man. <laughs> do we gotta do? Tough. Yeah, no. I mean, I hell, I was I was hauling trailer around all over the place picking up. You know, chasing it. Yeah, picking up vehicles and either parting them out, fixing them up, selling them, or just you know reselling them as is, and that literally kept the lights on. Yeah, and and that and pizza delivery. <laughs> yeah, that, that was before the the pizza delivery. Oh, okay. oh yeah. <laughs> no, for some reason when I first moved to Michigan, I could not get a job to save my life. I was going everywhere, yeah. but even though I was originally from there. People didn't know me. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very clicky. It's about who you know, and <laughs> and you ain't from here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, like I I need to bring money in, and yeah. So I was flipping cars, and and you know sometimes I'd sometimes I'd more than triple my money, and sometimes I'd <laughs> I'd uh, fall flat on my break face. even. <laughs> yeah. 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 <clears throat> but oh, uh, no, it, it used to be. You know, you used to be able to do that stuff, and um, there there used to be a hustle. You know, you, you could you could find that deal and and you know drive three hours to pick it up and and still bring it back, fix it up, and make make a buck on it. Now it's not that way anymore. I had a buddy who would do that. Like he'd go to the auctions all the time. You gotta have some cash in your pocket to do it. But like he would always like come by. Like motherfucker, you got a new fucking car, dude. And like he'd have a car, a different car every week. Yeah, you just pick up something, me. just go to the auction, pick up a Mercedes or whatever the fuck, and then like just instantly flip it for like five hundred bucks on top of what he paid for it, and then just next week go buy another one. Now oh, he's yeah. got, you know, buy it for fifteen hundred, make five hundred, go buy a car for two grand. Then he 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 actually owns a fucking car lot now. That's awesome, man. <laughs> that's like honestly, I I'd love to sell cars. Yeah. If I won the lottery, that's what I go do. But oh, it's awful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's especially with with the way that. You know, like Facebook marketplaces. Now. Oh yeah. Oh nowadays. yeah. Back yeah. in my day, it was like you had to wait till Tuesday. Get the, the auto, new trader. auto trader came out. Paid a dollar twenty five. Yeah. Seven Eleven. Be out in the parking And you lot. were the first person calling on that thing. Oh yeah. Right, yeah. When, those, right when it hit stands, it. dude. Yeah. I remember. Um, I was switching vehicles so often that my insurance lady. Oh yeah. When I would call, it, it wasn't a you know thank you for calling blah 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 insurance. It was hi Taylor. 
Well, then, like, you have to, like, <laughs> if you sell, like, more than five cars, you have to get a dealer's license or something like that. You can only sell so many cars in Depends a year. On the state. I think in California is like, I think if you sell five cars in a year, you have to actually have a license. Yeah. Like get a I'm dealer's sure license or true. something. I mean, yeah. it's California, they want some kind of revenue out of you. Yeah. Well, they already they charge cut. tax. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know what the biggest, um, the biggest scam is, is back tags. <laughs> back tags? Back tags. Yeah. Oh, so somebody didn't pay their registration or whatever. And then mm-hmm. if you don't you have it with a non-opt, yeah. yeah, if you don't have it on non-op and say, Say you 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 go out and find a, a car. It's like just spitballing here. It's an '85 Ford Ranger, and it hasn't been. Hell yeah! And it has a fucking, fucking Ford, Ford Ranger. Ranger. <laughs> I've, I've I've had quite a few Rangers, so yeah. that's where my mind went. Um, but say you you get an '85 Ford Ranger, and and the previous owner hasn't registered it since like the year 2000. And it's been sitting in their backyard, and you get it, and you want to fix it up and, and make it nice or build a desert truck, whatever. Even though it transferred ownership, you still owe, yeah. You still owe back tags on it, yeah. And they do that because that means the old vehicle there that nobody's going to be able to get any value out of it. So where's it going to go? The scrapyard. Yeah. What does that mean? You have to buy a new vehicle. That's where their mind's at. Yeah. And that's where the money's at. And that's where the money's at. Yep, yep. And I, I absolutely that is. Probably the most frustrating thing else that I've found about California is back tags because it, it means that a lot of really awesome cars and trucks just they're, are worthless. There's a loophole, there's a way around, oh, depending on how old the vehicle is, because I just had to do that because I had a, my Land Rover, I had parked it and I never non opted it and it sat there for eight years. <clears throat> and I decided, oh, I, remember that, yeah. I decided, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this fucker running again. And I, same thing. They're like, oh, you didn't non-op it? You're going to have to pay all the back taxes. I'm like, fuck, it's going to be a fortune. But if it's over 25 years old, it's like there's like this classic car consideration. So if it's over 25 years old, then uh, they can waive a lot of those fees. It's like a historical vehicle Yeah, historical thing. So you're trying to get a historical vehicle back on the road or some bullshit. But yeah, because that was one of the loopholes I was able to get around having to pay all the back taxes. So they're like, yeah, if you can... If you yeah. can prove it's 25 years old or older, then yeah, we can wait a lot. Yeah, of it's a 96. <laughs> yeah, it's old as shit. I would say the only other way around that is to move out of the state for a year. And yeah, right. Move back. And you got yeah the transfer fees and or yeah. start an LLC in Montana and just register it out there. <laughs> just register it up there. Mm. Yeah, that's what a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. I have a buddy who are in Nevada. He the his all his cars are registered in Nevada just to avoid. Um, yeah. I, I want to start California an LLC. I think the average it's overlanders. It's unfortunate you have to do that. Though. Yeah. yeah. We should start an LLC for the average overlanders. The average overlanders register it in All Montana. our vehicles. Yeah. Hell yeah. I got three vehicles I got to register. Fucking Dude, sucks. I mean, your truck, I mean, my truck, because they're oh, yeah. considered commercial vehicles. Yeah. If you own a pickup truck in California, it's considered a commercial vehicle. And well, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Do, if it's a commercial Four vehicle. Four cylinder, Ford Ranger, single cab, commercial truck. I wonder what do they do with Subaru Bajas? Or oh. the Subaru Brats. Is that like a, little, a car or a truck? I don't know. What is a Ford Maverick? Oh, the Ford Maverick. I don't know. What is Ooh. it? Wow. Well, it's, uni, it's <clears throat> unibody, though, so it's technically like more of a crossover with a pickup. Right. Yeah. But do they classify it as a commercial vehicle? I'm surprised mm. they don't do that with SUVs. Yeah. Well, well they know. think you can haul wood and all that kind of dumb shit. What about like a Rivian and electric vehicles? Yeah, Where do those fall under? Are those I'm commercial? Sure, I'm sure it is, dude. Fuck them. Yeah. yeah, whatever they wow. can make money off of. 
Oh, it's like it's like six hundred bucks to register your truck out here. Oh, mine. Yeah. Mine's like seven, yeah. seven hundred something. Yeah, I my think mine. God, was like, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. My, mine was like six something. That's why I was considering selling the ZR2 because I was like, dude, this is dumb. Yeah. I don't even drive it that much and I'm paying $700 a year just in registration on top of insurance and, you know, the payment I have. But Thank God I got like, rid of my Tacoma when I moved out here. Yeah. Yeah. I had a 20, this is a 2010 or 2011 double cab long bed. Yeah. Yeah. The Gen 2. Four by four. Yeah. It was, it was an awesome truck. The seats were terribly uncomfortable in it, but yeah, it's all Tacomas. Yeah. But that four liter man to Tacoma or Toyota never should have gotten rid of the 4-liter in the Tacomas. That 3.5-liter is an absolute dog. <laughs> it's the same one your Camry, right? It might be. Or no, I've got a 4-cylinder. Oh, you got a 4-cylinder. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm all about... You know, that car could roll off a cliff tomorrow, and I wouldn't I wouldn't really care. It's a commuter car. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, hey, I love my Kia Forte. Hey, it's just a don't get, get me wrong. To, point A to point B. Yeah, just, no, I, yeah. I love, like, I really like that Camry. It's very comfortable. You know, I've got, I've got it lowered with custom wheels and tint and all that, but. You got to enjoy your driving a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And, but I look at it as like, this is, yeah, this is my commuter car. And then I have my, my nice vehicles, my play toys, my, you know, I've got an 87 Toyota pickup that uh, I'm, pretty soon here going to be finishing up the engine swap in and hopefully getting that thing running. But the Camry, it's like, it's a newer vehicle and I like it and it's reliable. And you know, I, I like that it's new and reliable, but other than that, it's just a car. And, uh, so yeah, I went with the four cylinder cause better well, gas. Yeah. I'd take that right now yeah. for yeah. sure. And I'll tell you what, for a four cylinder, the thing shits and gets. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It's it's a good it's a good little car. I was actually um, I was looking in which, Lord help me, um, <laughs> I was looking at getting one of the the Camry hybrids because oh. you know fifty four miles one way. I'm I'm going one hundred eight miles a yeah, day. Yeah, but the price. See, I was doing the same contemplation. Yeah, dude, you're like, looking at hybrids. Yeah, because mine yeah. is about eighty one miles door to door. And I do that three times a week, but, um, you know, the price difference in the electrification, even if it's a hybrid plug-in hybrid or full EV versus the, the car payment. versus the car that yeah. I bought, like I could buy a lot of gas for that difference. And you're only getting yeah, a difference of maybe like all back. 12 miles per gallon. You'd have to drive a very long time in order to gain that back, that difference, that Delta. Yeah. So anyways, I did the math on my end. And for me, I just got the Kia Forte and I was like, it's getting four, I got 41.9 miles per gallon on the way into work that's uh, nice. Monday. And that's yeah. and that's in a non-hybrid? Non-hybrid, dude. A little four-cylinder, a little Kia Forte. Yeah, I was stoked. I was getting like 27, 28 when I had to drive to work last week. I was like, yeah. yes, this is fucking rad. <laughs> what the hell is Toyota doing then? I'm getting 32. You have a bigger car. You have a full size. True. It, yeah. That's one thing I'll say that I really love about the, I think it's 8th, Eighth gen is what I have. It's 2018. I really, really love that it's spacious because my girlfriend has a Corolla. And I call it the tin can. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I'm going to die in that thing. <laughs> I had a, a Nissan Versa. Was it a Versa? Is a Versa a little car? Yeah, it's a Versa. Or Nissan. Mersa. I mean Versa. Mersa. <laughs> <laughs> what, whatever smaller than the Altima they gave yeah. me as yeah, a rental Versa. car. Yeah. And oh my oh, God, I was going down the highway and I was like, I'm going to die. I'm gonna die, and but semi blows past you the 
big enough gust of wind, you feel like you're going to blow off the road. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like I'm driving a cardboard box. But in the Camry, it doesn't feel that way. I feel like a little they, more solid. they made it bigger than, than the, the previous gen Camry. And it feels like a, like a full-bodied car, yeah. like how a car should feel. And it feels safe. And uh, and it maneuvers really great, you know. I put like Eibach lowering springs on it, so it stiffen you know, up a little bit. Yeah, it's, tuner days it's coming tuner, back to him. It's it like bugs biting. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's it's not super low. It's I I think it's lowered like an inch inch and a half. You get the pro maybe. kit then. Uh, Do they have the pro kit and the sport kit? The sport kit's actually two dumps inch it, drop. Yeah, yeah, but oh, the the okay. the pro kit's a little bit less. It's like a one point two, one point just a little. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the one I got. But yeah. I mean, it, it was just enough. And for a while, I was like, "Man, it'd be really cool to put air ride suspension on this and just lay it out." I'm like, <laughs> I keep having leave to it alone. I know. Walk away. I keep having to remind myself. I'm like, "This is your commuter car, Taylor. Nope. This is not a project car. You're not. This is not a mini truck. <laughs> yeah. Stop it." I do the same. I have like my 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 sedan and I, I i always want to do shit to it so bad i'm like oh I, just leave I, it dude i that's know good. But i'm like no i just leave it fucking yeah. stock don't fuck with it that's when things are gonna start breaking yep. and i'll fucking ruin it <laughs> you and just then... said something that triggered something in my memory <laughs> totally to, when you said you just leave it stock he was ordering his burger at five guys tonight and they're asking about this the toppings and i heard i overheard you he's like what comes with its stock <laughs> stock <in> your burger <laughs> well because because i'm used to in and out <laughs> right stock it comes with lettuce tomato is that how you yeah. describe and a stock what does it come with from stock the factory burger? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is mods it, can it, i get what are what are the OEM specifications for this burger? Yeah. What do you what do you offer aftermarket for this uh, bad boy here? Yeah. Oh, so funny when you said that. I was laughing inside. I was like, that's exactly how I talk. Because the girl, when you said that, she's like, huh? <laughs> what does he mean by stock? You know, you're a car guy. When? Yeah. Exactly. I wish I was recording that whole conversation. Oh, then the shit. look on her face. It was great. Uh, oh. oh man. Well, um, no, this has been great, dude. I yeah, mean, yeah. So so let's uh let's get to some plugs man yeah i mean you talked about your your three link kit man and yeah. i'll just waste not waste i will use waste. my plug yeah my valuable plug value. on something that i find value in um that three link kit man where can they find it where can they buy it when are you going to release it what's the deal um the goal is we're going to get it on jason's truck first um he's his gonna, third gen yeah he's going to put it through some more paces um right now i have a transfer case in my truck despite popular belief um <laughs> it's just the the cv axles for the long travel kit i have are a thousand dollars and um being a business owner i kind of have to be i have to be mindful of the money that i put into my personal vehicle because um I, I have to make sure that it's gonna make me money yeah you know it's it's my livelihood i think people can understand that um cv axles and having four-wheel drive aren't gonna directly make me money so it's hard to put out a thousand bucks for cv axles right now yeah um so, so he's, he's gonna put it through the paces yeah for you. he's gonna put it through the paces as far as four-wheel drive stuff in the rocks and stuff you know we've done the desert thing he's gonna go in the rocks with it um put it through its paces there his truck should be coming to my shop um first of the year first of january and um you know we're gonna put it on there he's going to run it through the paces i'm hoping end of january or mid-january okay to to have it it released to the market 
We've already started taking um, pre-orders, pre-orders with deposits on it. Cause we were still figuring out pricing, so we didn't we didn't have like a a full list price of okay, this it's going to cost this much. Um, so we've started taking pre-orders, deposits. Um, Jason's been handling a lot of that. And that and Jason's opt off road, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Jason. So Optoffroad.com. And yeah, optoffroad.com. Um, that's where the kit's gonna be available at. We're using opt off road um, links and then the for real good performance brackets um, for this kit. And then we've we've got a, a few other um, few other little things that we're gonna be releasing that um, are kind of uh, at the hip right now. But, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping end of January to get, get it out there and, um, and start, you know, transforming people's suspension up, you know, for a long time, there's been a lot of stuff available for the front ends, you know, long travel and different coilovers and, and all that stuff, but very, very little without going full custom for the rear end. And we're hoping with this kit to be able to have people really push their vehicles to the limit and and have a nice comfortable setup yeah i think the real good selling point on the the three link that you guys are doing is the fact that it's plug and play it yeah. really is and so um i think the people will be happy with it so um check it out when you release it uh, be on the lookout i'm sure you can follow you on instagram yeah. that's what i was gonna say you'll probably know yeah. On Instagram to then go to optoffroad.com to order it. So oh, I I have the optoffroad link in my bio. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's I don't even, and which is, you know, I probably should, but I'm I'm a I'm a one man operation. I have one part time employee, so I'm you know I'm I'm the small guy. I'm not. Yeah. I had a I actually had a customer come to the shop today, and when he walked in, he goes, "Wow, this is a pretty small shop." I'm like, yeah. All you need. And he goes, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sorry. I just, I expected, like, I expect you guys to be bigger. And I'm like, no, dude, it's, you know, this is, this is it. This is, you know, we're, we're a small 2000 square foot shop. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not a big. Yeah. Don't be above your means either though. I mean, yeah, you exactly. spend all this money in overhead, then you got to pass that, you know, pass yeah. it down, on yeah. to your oh, consumers. So and, yeah. No, and don't get can, me wrong. Eventually I, I would love to oh, be, be rad to have a fucking warehouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and as we, as we continue to transition more into manufacturing and, and production, um, you know, then, then we can start talking about getting a, a bigger space, but yeah, you know, we're, we're a small operation, but I don't have my whole point of that. I don't have, um, I just don't have the time to run a website. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> um, I I would say probably 95% of the products that I sell run through Jason's website, run through Opt Off Road. Yeah. So I have the link to his website right in my bio. And, you know, it's, it's um, what's the saying? Um, you know, it takes a village. Yeah. And him and I both are on the same page with... Um, I would much rather make a dollar and help you make 50 cents than to make a dollar 50. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. You know, because I'm, he's helping out me, out me by selling my product and, you know, I'm helping out him. Obviously he gets a percentage of, of that or otherwise, it would, you know, why would he do it? <laughs> um, but 
he handles all the all the customer stuff. The only customers that I deal with is when we when we do installs. Yeah, he sells it, you install it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a you know, good partnership in a sense, you know. Yeah, he he sells it and you know, and it's not just me that he does that for. He does it for I I'll actually I'll use my plug on Jason because <laughs> my plug was yeah. for real good performance. Yeah, no. and, and real quick before we get off on that note, I want I want to plug your Instagram. So what is your uh, Instagram? Instagram is for real good performance. So at at, at Freel Good Performance. It's like Freel underscore good underscore performance. Okay, yeah. perfect. And then you can find out from there. And your website's the same as well, right? Well, he doesn't have time for the website. But so. he has one. <laughs> well, Jason has a website. Yeah. Okay, don't you? Or you don't have? Okay, no, I thought you no, had one. That's okay. what he's saying. He doesn't have much No, time. I thought you did. I don't sorry. even. I thought you were. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, don't I'm have running. Don't to run it, but you had it. Okay, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm running. You know, <clears throat> I sell products, but I, I don't even sell it on my own website. Gotcha, gotcha. Jason sells all my products. Jason's and, like the uh, distributor. He's like the manufacturer, if yeah, you will. Yeah, so go he, to he, the, he does e-commerce. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. so where I'm going to wrap this up with is <laughs> the fact that at Freel underscore good underscore performance, yes. you're going to show there when you're ready to release the three oh, links absolutely. for the third gen forerunner. Then they can buy it from Opt Off Road via your link tree. So go yeah, ahead and gotcha. then plug the next one. Yeah. So um Jason you know, he, he, like I said, he runs opt off road and, and he, you know, he sells the one thing I, I love about it is you have a lot of these e-commerce businesses that the only reason they sell a product is because it makes them money. Mm -hmm. It's not a product that they necessarily believe on, believe in. It's not a product that they've ever ran or have experience with. They just sell it cause it makes them money. Jason, on the other hand, I've I've done a lot of work on on Jason's Forerunner throughout the last few years, and he's paid me for every bit of it. He's he Jason makes me thousands of dollars a year, thousands. <laughs> by he's constantly like doing doing the work, or well, no, 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 not not. I'm saying by selling my products. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Technically, you know, if if he wanted to, he could come to me and be like, you know, hey, I need you to do this work, and you know the really and i've i've tried to tell him like no dude don't worry about it like you know just take care of it he insists on paying me nice he he pays his way and because not he's not just paying for the service that is being done he's he's paying me because he believes in what i do and he does that with a lot of other people as well nice um he has a lot of the products on his website are from guys that are just just like me, or even, you know, even not quite to where I've been able to grow the business to, but, you know, guys that are working out of their garage, they're just making a really good product mm -hmm. that he wants to see the world yeah. be able to see on, you know, the platform that he's... He's quality in it. And yeah. yeah. You know, he, he has a, a larger platform of people in that niche category, and he wants to get that out there. And... And he's not just doing it because it makes him money. He's doing it because he believes in it. He's what Jason is is has become throughout the years my best friend. Nice. And and not just in a business sense. I mean, as in a personal sense. But it's because of his character. Um, because he does things that you know he believes in, and he supports people he, that he believes in. And he's he's just a great guy. He's a really great guy. And that's part of the, an, another part of the reason why I don't have a website because I look at it and go, I'm helping him out while he's helping me out. Yes, yeah, push it to him. and Yeah, <clears throat> push it push it through him. He makes a little bit off of it. 
you know, I sell a product and, you know, he helps me out with, you know, whenever people want to know, you know, what the status is of their order or whatever, I don't have to even hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he takes care of it. Nice. Yeah. yeah no, it's, awesome. you know, it, it's great, but yeah, that's, that's my plug. You know, Jason's, Jason's been, if it weren't for Jason, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Yeah. I've only met Jason like maybe once or twice, but from yeah. every everything I've heard from everybody I've knows him. He's you know yeah, good, but good I've people. been personally getting to know him. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like everything I mean. you said is exactly oh, yeah, what I've yeah. seen. So no, yeah, they're good dude. They're great people, and you know, this time last year I was going through some personal stuff that I'm certainly not going to get into. But had it not been for them, I mean, my gosh, I mean, just on a not not business aside just on a personal level they helped me through a really you know dark period in my life and uh just you know they're just genuine good people and um the fact that the fact that they've not only helped me out in my personal life but in in my professional life is just incredible and uh you know i I hope that for years to come we can continue doing what we're doing um working together to to make really cool stuff you know, and that's part of the reason why we went in on on this three link together because it was like, hey, you got the links. You know, he he does the all the the links, the the factory replacement ones. But you know, we can we can make it work with this kit. You do the links, I'll do the brackets, and it's like the perfect. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. It yeah. just comes together, and and the angels sing, and and it's it's just beautiful. <laughs> you know, it's every, like every every third gen Toyota Forerunner rejoice. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Driving, We're driving my truck ring. That means, dude, <laughs> yeah. doing sixty miles an hour over over whoops out in the desert is like losing your virginity. It's great. <laughs> it's great, man. Oh man, I don't know how your first time was, but <laughs> sixty mile an hour. Whoops. Yeah, it was scary, just like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no roll cage. I had no idea. I had no idea what, what I was I doing. doing. Yeah, I had no oh, protection. God. I had no idea what I was doing. It was very scary. Uh, a lot of noises were coming out of yeah. me. <laughs> Only gets better. <laughs> and afterwards, you got to put the forerunner back together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, what in the backseat of a forerunner, actually? No. <laughs> All right, Jerry, what you got? Oh yeah. All right. Um. So I got a. Oh, I got a couple plugs I'll throw out. But um, first one's going to be. Uh. So last weekend I went out. Um. With Rig for dirt and a bunch of people, and we did uh some trail repair with the forest services um tread lightly right yeah it was tread lightly uh project heal the land is who i want to plug uh, or you can check it out on their instagram or um and then uh ad, ad adv rob um he kind of runs it um nonprofit. but we went out we were putting up new signage for some trails that were beat up fixing up the trails, moving you know obstacles and stuff like that there's some boulders that have to be you know cleaned up and all this stuff and it's a it's a rad cause we had a lot of fun and people can volunteer to come out and help and do these trail repairs on you know your favorite trail and you can adopt a trail which is what um rig for dirt um yeah. k the jeep um ali was doing um he adopted this trail uh up to Lido creek which is if anybody's been up to Lido creek lately knows it's in dire need of some uh help so we were out there cleaning it up fixing it up putting up new signage and all that stuff and if you're the trail in your area that you want to adopt, you know, you can do that. So hit these guys wow. up, uh, the forest services, um, and, uh, you know, 
Project Heal Land, they'll set you up with these things. They'll come out, provide tools, whatever we need to do it and stuff like that. Um, it's rad cost, rad cost. So yeah, it was, it was a good time. Good. We all had a blast, you know. You know, uh, Ali's dog, uh, his other dog this time ran away, Scout. Oh, another one. <clears throat> yeah, oh, we were, it was great. We were out camping, great great group of people. Uh, you know, we camped out first night, and then uh, next day we went out to clean up, and it was near the gun range uh, mm. at the, the entrance, and people started, you know, firing off and scared his dog away and just gone. Spent like, you know, the next, you know, a couple of people went out for like, I think it took like four hours, and we finally found him. In like oh miles away. You you and finding his dog. Dude, like every time I <laughs> hang out with Ali, I, apparently I'm just helping him search for his fucking dogs. But <laughs> <laughs> they they make these things. Yeah, uh, trackers and all this stuff and trackers, leashes. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> it, it's, I mean, his dog's great around camp, which is fine. It doesn't go anywhere. It's, yeah, it's super shots, response, yeah. but the, the gunshot spooked him. And it's he like fireworks. Off. Yeah, Same do- thing. with dog. Oh, you know, man. we didn't think about that. And he had the apple air tag thing but you have to be within range all stuff but yeah but right it, on. well we found him that's good yeah we found him it was a su- successful run so it was a great time good group of guys everybody mike uh rob robert everybody was a great great time um and then also i was going to uh mention um more of a funner one uh open road for two right now our yeah, friends my leader andy so if anybody's looking for uh i wouldn't call it a christmas present but maybe for yourself uh they're doing a giveaway uh you can do a K72 uh, kinetic rope, uh, soft shackle, and 4122 recovery. Uh, no, that thing's ooh. dope. Yeah, nice. and, and they're the original, by the way, um, hitch slide because somebody literally just like stole their copied it, copied it oh, one for one, exact same thing. There's several people that that have them now. Yeah. It's, so, but I mean, no, it's the exact same one. They just, it's a, special. It's different. Yeah, it's, it's not like one of those. It's a one off, you know, and yeah, it's not in like built aluminum. Somebody like took it and, but engraved their name basically and it stole their whole design. But oh, the original hitch slide for uh, 4122, um, which yeah. are rad products. So you can win that. Just, you know, go on open road for two, uh, Instagram. It'll give you all the entry. Comment your comment, favorite trail. Favorite trail, which I forgot. You have to follow uh, seventy the, the the rope company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you have to follow forty one twenty two and open road for two. Yeah, seventy two rope and forty one twenty two ink, and then open, open road, road for two. Yeah, tag a friend in it and say, hey, what's your favorite trail? You yeah. know, favorite trail to run, and you're automatically entered, and, and it goes till the December twenty fifth till Christmas. So you got some time to jump in there. Yeah, and that's a, that's a rad package. Dude, it'd be a rad yeah, recovery nice. uh, gear. Like, I want uh, that. That's really nice. I know. We both entered. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I tagged you. I no, it was so funny because I originally, um, I did, I followed it. Like, there's three, there's the three steps, right? And then step two was mention your favorite trail, and then I, step three was tag your friend. So I, I literally separated it. I, t- I told him my favorite trail, and then in a separate one, I tagged Jared. And then Jared just, like, says, oh, yeah. Broken Arrow is my favorite too, or well, something no, like that. I did the opposite. I tagged a friend. Oh, I tagged that's right. he you. Tagged your friend, but he forgot to do his and trail. And then I totally forgot. So I mentioned back. I'm like, oh yeah, and my favorite trail is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Follow the rules, man. I know I suck. Oh man, I'm not, yeah, no. I'm not very smart. Yeah, <laughs> I don't <laughs> listen well. I'm not a smart man. I'm, a, I'm smart a hard man. man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Should oh, I just man. provided you guys with the new catchphrase? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So, well, with that, I mean, yeah. anything else? I mean, thanks for coming oh. on, Taylor. That was that yeah, was awesome. Rad. I make, appreciate you guys you having me all the way out here. Yeah, we didn't we didn't we didn't really touch on the overlanding aspect of it, but you know what? You yeah, did go bit. over a lot of land to get.
get that third gen four yeah, right. in Texas. <laughs> so I, yeah. I think that's pretty much well, it, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I want I want to mention to our listeners too, um, holiday season. Yes. Uh after you're listening to this, there's two days until Christmas. Uh, we're going to take a little time off for the holidays. You know, we want to hang out. we got a lot of stuff going on. We want, we're hanging out with family. I know a lot of you are as well. So uh, we, we're probably going to be skipping a week here. Um, this will be our last episode Last of episode of 2022. 2022. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we're going to take a week off here. Um, sorry. But we'll be back. We'll be back strong uh, 2023, back in the new year. So we'll be hanging out with you all then. So awesome. I feel I feel so honored to be you're yeah. our last guest, the last, last of guest the of the year, year 2022, <sighs> capping off. The you season. are the season two finale, sir. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. yes. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, I hope you all enjoyed and we will see you in the new year. And with that, the 2022 season comes to an end. Good night.